It's Operation Babble with Mike Shrews. It's pop culture, music, movies, TV too. It's time to explore life. It's Operation Babble time. And we're back again. And again, oh, no. and again. But we are the Diversity Super Friends today. I'm so excited. <laughs> Michael, I'm so excited. I feel, I feel, oh, I feel, I just feel. I'm feeling. So, John, how about you introduce our guest? Because you do a lot better at introducing guests. Why would I ever do a thing like that? Uh, well, audience, I think uh, we've all noticed that we've gotten pretty, pretty uh, used to hearing me and Michael complain about everything, mostly me complaining. Uh, we thought we'd get a new voice on, and I would like to introduce the lovely Melissa Butler. Would you like to say hi and tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, I didn't know I was going to be talking about myself. Um. <laughs> oh, and um, we just got another, we got another person in here. Yep. We got another person? Awesome. So, um, I am a writer and a filmmaker. I think we all went to together, didn't we? We don't say that name. Call out. We don't say that name on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Don't don't well, invoke. We all, we all met, so it can't we'll be bleep that. that. We'll go. Beep. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually, I, I, I swear, I remember you used to do script was a lot of soup? script soup stuff. Uh, back in I school. used to do a lot of art stuff. Um, okay. But I am a a full time writer now, and I do art stuff on the side. That's awesome. I can't wait okay. for your stuff to start going out. We could really use some good writers in Hollywood right now. It's just a, <laughs> the black, black hole of just abysmal writing is just, it's just insane right so now. So sad. I'm working on it. Well, good. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you here. Hopefully you'll, you'll break up uh, the crying that I constantly do and the, and, <laughs> and the, and the random nonsense Michael throws out. So this should be interesting. And uh, hello, random. Our other person. guest is Miguel Salas. Salas, you want to talk? Hola. Hola. Woo, I feel so validated. It's like a UN meeting now. I love this. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I feel so validated. Um, Miguel, you want to tell a little bit about yourself real quick? We were we just started, so you're not late at all. Oh, well, yeah. okay. I mean, you're late, but I mean, we just started <laughs> yeah. late. Fashionably yeah. late. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> well, I always like to be fashionable, so... I'll take fashionably late every day. Uh, so my name is Miguel Salas, and uh, I own my own business, and uh, we help preserve people's memories. We'll take old videotape, photographs, slides, all of that kind of stuff, and we'll convert it into digital formats. Uh, we also do uh, create from those old media. We'll create something new, like for a wedding, you know, like wedding videos like from them little to the time they met together and all of that kind of stuff uh, memorial videos uh right now i'm editing a uh dance video uh dance recital that uh ballroom dancing that we filmed and i had to put all together and it's due tomorrow so that's why i wasn't sure if i was going to come in <laughs> well awesome i'm glad we said, could... well let me listen in <laughs> i'm glad we can do a really good job of making you procrastinate uh yeah. <laughs> so so but glad to have you here i'm i'm i hope we come up with some good topics this is really just us uh i don't know if anybody's ever heard any of our uh backtrack or back catalog really just uh michael and i just jump in kind of 
literally just two dudes talking about what did we watch yesterday? What did we see on the internet? And let's move forward and give our opinions and pretend like they mean something. And and, <laughs> and don't forget what stupid things people have said on the internet lately. Ooh, yeah, that's always the fun. That's always the fun. <laughs> Which, um, Miguel, uh, he has not listened to the cast before that I know of because we go forever and he doesn't have like three hours to listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but he does hear my rants and raves whenever I go and hang out at the studio and stuff. So <laughs> I, I get live performances from Michael. <laughs> well, <laughs> and he gets the yeah. raw stuff too, like either stuff even I cut yeah. out of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The- unedited, unfiltered, raw <laughs> oh, Michael. Oh, I, well, I'll pray for you. This stuff yeah. I get to my text. <laughs> I'll take all the prayers I can get to. <laughs> all right. So today what we're just basically going to talk about, at least base it on anyways, diversity in entertainment or media in general. Um, I think we all agree that diversity is a good thing. Yes. In entertainment, right? How could yeah. it not be? Okay. So with that said, I need yeses so people can hear you. People yes, can see. Yes, yes. Diversity <laughs> is great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we all agree with that. So then the next thing on that always comes into effect with that is forced diversity. Mm. And whether or not that's good, bad, if it's good for cultures, if it's bad for cultures, things like that, and how it can affect how I always see it, it can be a bad thing um, personally. Mm-hmm with certain cultures as if like you're you're basically just forcing something onto a product or things like that um supergirl comes into effect with it a lot Mm. um and i'll use that as an example um throughout the podcast but so when you say supergirl are you talking about the show the show yes that's on cw yeah all right sorry all right (laughs) Just I had a, I had a good one okay. from uh, since well you started saying like what we watched yesterday no. so uh, so I got home and uh, I don't really watch SWAT but that's kind of the channel mm. that was on mm-hmm. and then uh, I when they were running the credits at the beginning uh, I noticed the guy's name and it's uh, I think it's Daniel Lin and so he's one of the guys that's up for the Shang Chi. Uh, a movie with Marvel. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is the guy. And I had never seen him before or seen him act or anything. So so now I'm interested in SWAT, you know, <laughs> to see, you know, what the guy looks like and all of that kind of stuff. And uh, he seemed like a pretty cool guy. You know, awesome. it was, uh, um, you know, he capable actor. You know, I mean, it's TV, it's SWAT. So, you know, it's not too much you can say. But I mean, the height, the look, the build, everything seemed to be you know, what you would imagine Shang-Chi being, you know, and, uh, you know, being as how, you know, I always love martial arts and yes, I got a bunch of those comic books, you know, I was looking very, uh, you know, very intently at him, you know, which he's like, there's like, I don't know, like 12, 15 people on that show. <laughs> so he had like, you know, five, six minutes total, and, and you know, but to so give that's a, a reference. A, a cool one you yeah. know that was pretty cool yesterday to see who he actually is yeah yeah to give I, reference I, to on miguel like how much he likes the kung fu type stuff mm-hmm. he's a avid hater of iron fist <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> because of how bad it let's, is let's be fair though 
How many people actually like that? Like, I don't trust anybody who likes that show. I do, for real. I'll tell for you real. if God. if you want. I'm gonna see... adopt that philosophy too. If you like if you like Iron Fist, then I don't know about you. I got a, I got a few movies on my list that are like my litmus test of the conversation I'm about <laughs> to have with someone, and I go, okay, I'm gonna dial it back here, here, and here because. Yeah. Oh, I've had this argument before. <laughs> well, see, that's just nice of you. If you like certain things, I may not be able to hold a conversation with you. It's hard, man. I'd like, because we've had the, let's see, I'll just throw them out there right now. Batman v Superman's going to get topics. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a hater right now. Endgame is up there with me. I'm, I'm, one, of the, I'm one of the people who didn't quite, it didn't quite resonate with me. That one kind of missed me. Um, and, uh, Wow, God, what was the last one that just came out? Um, uh, last Jedi. The Star Wars Last Jedi. Okay. I was like, yeah. It, mm, they're, they're brutal. <laughs> they're, they're a little brutal. Endgame was good. Fan service. Well, to be fair, too, Star Wars The Last Jedi, even Mark Hamill hates that. So, And he was, like, the <laughs> in it most of the movie. <laughs> Could you imagine being him? It's like 30 years later, you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to hang out with all my friends again. And we're going to we're gonna be all our characters again. And we're going to hang out. It's going to be fun. They're like, oh, yeah, by the way, you kind of don't see anybody. And you like, hate what? your Wait, life. What? You hate the <laughs> and whole you, thing. And you want to just go die that somewhere. we built like, up what? everywhere. <laughs> It's like, oh, all right. But oh, that's cool. No, with Iron Fist, I will say, though, if you want to see a good Iron <laughs> Fist, watch the last, like, four minutes of the last episode of the last season. And, and then you'll be good. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Yeah. I, although I hate Iron Fist, um, shows that I hate, I do play in the background mm-hmm. when I'm writing to hear noise, but I don't have mm-hmm. to, like, really pay and attention. And to know not what to write. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's very helpful. So, um, yeah, the last four minutes actually is decent. Yeah, or anything with with Danny Rand and Luke Cage together, like which they only I did w- that in Luke Cage. They I know did. for like one like episode. Good, it was the only good stuff. Like, and that was what made the cartoons cool is when they buddy copped up because yeah. they like, you know, it's like him being bulletproof and Danny Rand kind of being like, well, I can really only do stuff from like you know like arm's length and yeah. like every now and then he could do like something cool but it was just like ah oh, the teamwork was always neat yeah i, I don't know I like which honestly stuff. and i'll round it back into like our main thing too but like if they would have done a show with luke cage and iron fist together like that that would have been a good show with diversity in it diversity right there that they're always wanting and it, it would have freaking worked like mm-hmm. i know <laughs> yeah. netflix probably had no say in that because netflix probably would have just been like We'll run the sure. gambit on sure. everything. Let's go. They're like, sure, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. And, and well, and if you think about it, that's diversity going back to what the seventies, right? The Iron, you know, it's like it, it's been in the comic books. You know yeah. what I mean? But like, at certain levels, there, it's diversity has been in the comic books. Yeah. So, well, always, well pretty much for the for the most part, diversity's always been through in the comics. Um, it's just like in the entertainment industry, it's become one of those things where it's segregated a lot in different things, especially when you look at music, like country music. Do you really see anything but a bunch of white dudes singing country? Whoa, songs? calm down. Everybody Darius Rucker, how have, dare you? We'll have a, a Aaron Neville. Yeah. Uh, oh, gosh. The guy who was, uh, Hootie, Rucker. Man. Yes. Hootie. Rucker. Yeah, Darius Rucker. You, yeah. you'll, you'll, you'll get a black dude. <laughs> and also like um 
in the South, country music is is really big mm-hmm. with with older mm-hmm. black people. Yeah. And you find a lot of of us singing and, and creating our own country songs, but it never really makes it mainstream. Right. Yeah. Or it's either changed into something mainstream and taken by another yeah. artist. Because I was about to say, yeah. I think I think Michael's never been to a, a fish boil down south yet. Like, crab <laughs> oil. Like, come on, man. Trying to tell me you yeah. don't see black people running in the country city, right now? And then I grew come up in now. the mountains in West Virginia. Give me a break. Come on. Oh, banjo music. My bad. <laughs> and now I live in I Florida, the shithole of everything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, could could been Detroit. Calm down. <laughs> I, I would have preferred Detroit. I used to hang out in Detroit all the time. I would have preferred can, that. Can I ask before we move forward? I don't know if anybody gives a crap about sports, but how did, how did the two big cat teams – end up being the two worst teams located in the worst cities. The Detroit Lions and the Jacksonville Jaguars. I do see that poster in the back, so yes, yes. I am making yes. that reference. No, I disagree. I will strongly disagree <laughs> on that one. Come on, Blake Bortles. <laughs> you're, you're supposed we've to be had some, We've had some good teams. Yeah, it's been some dry times. You had a good run, though. The What, yeah, like two seasons yeah. ago, they got, got pretty close to postseason. They were doing good. They've been to the AFC Championship game. Was it three two years ago? times in their 25 year history. So, well, no, no, I take that back four times in their 25 year history. So your track record's about as good as my Vikings. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another this one. Is a pop culture not, podcast yeah, guys. We're, not we're in sports, that same team. sports or pop culture. My dude. No, no, Chill no, out. not the good no, kind of pop thing. culture. Vikings and, and uh, Jaguars are in the same never won the Super Bowl club. So, mm-hmm. so here, pound it out. So I feel you. I feel you. Solidarity. <laughs> Solidarity. Well, didn't they? Okay, didn't we the can Jags, move on now. <laughs> Jags came close to the Super Bowl like a year or two ago, right? Don't yeah. even try, Michael. Yeah. Don't act like you watch football. Yeah. No, I remember because <laughs> well, he told me. So oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're in Jacksonville. There's no basketball. There's like a triple A AAA baseball. So the only thing is Jaguars. They are the biggest thing, the best thing, like everything. Yeah. So, and by the way, that's Fred Taylor when he broke 10,000 yards. Yes, I was in the stadium. Ooh. And yes, they were handing those out at the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> in case you can't see it real close. <laughs> Which I'll tell you this too, how good Miguel's business is, mm-hmm. is he's like the only business the players actually come to. Yeah. <laughs> to do like, mm. like we had a guy that in there once that wanted his draft video from the 90s that he recorded on tape from TV. Yeah. Yeah, that big, was cool. I, I don't even remember. I don't remember the football players. They come in, and I'm like, I don't know who the hell you are, but okay. <laughs> and then Miguel will come up and be like, hey, was that? And then they like look like a skinny schoolgirl or something. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one guy, he was uh, – he was uh, – re- no. It was – it no, was I, Reese I, something. I can't remember. I can't remember his name, but I think he was – he was a receiver. So he was little, kind of slight. You know, now I don't know if you know who Kyle Brady is, but he can't, he walked in here and it was like, you talk about somebody that looks like a football player. Like he filled up the doorway and he would, you know, I'm talking to him like this, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, he's, he's Kyle Brady. See, I'd say that, <laughs> but like, somebody. <laughs> I'm so like, I'm so like, I don't have a stature that's menacing in any way. So I pretty much feel like I look up to everyone. So that's always cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm, I was, not, I was... I'm not little. So <laughs> but I, was, I was trying to think, okay, so we did get into Iron Fist. We got into Luke Cage and these were like characters that were, 
I mean, I guess Iron, Iron Fist, Fist was w- one of those characters, which was funny because in the comics, he's a white guy. Yeah. But when it Chinese came out. culture? It's Shaolin. So Shaolin's Chinese, correct? Yep. Yeah. Chinese. Yep. So, I mean, I guess. But I remember when the show came out, people gave them shit for making Iron Fist a white guy on the and show see, when he's a white is, guy in and the this, comics. And, and this is a good segue, I think, into that where. I think this is where you see the nonsense start to happen Mm. is like that's part of his storyline is that it's a fish out of water guy who doesn't know the culture who gets thrown into the culture and has to learn how to use it. You know? Yeah. And that's exactly what, what the topic is that forced diversity, you know, it's like I'm, I love comic books and I grew up reading them. So to me, it's like whatever stays the closest to the source material is yeah. what's going to some things. Yeah. You could change around a little yeah. bit, you know, that, I mean, they, they did Nick Fury. Yeah. They changed him and it was for, probably for the best. Cause but I they remember the did, Nick but Fury see, before, but, that, <laughs> but see, horrible. this is the argument I got to make. Cause I'm not, okay. I should really look this up because I swore it was true. They made the ultimate, um, yes, Marvel they, line. they made, Nick they made Fury. Nick Fury look like Samuel Jackson, yes. and then they cast and then him they for the cast movies. Him. Yeah. So That's when people, correct. so when people said they switched it, I'm like, again, these are people. It's like, these people are so quick to get to Wikipedia and bring up something from like the 1940s that has nothing to do with an adaptation, right. especially with this uh, Ariel Mermaid stuff. It's like, don't tell me about the green mermaids stuff i don't we didn't adapt that we had the cartoon that's being adapted to the movie not the book that's being adapted to the movie anyway but i go when it comes to these certain characters it's like why not check out the characters and make sure we're being accurate on the first run you know it's like don't get me wrong there's a it's hard to say especially with comic book fans it's so difficult because you have thousands of issues and then you have different runs, different artists, different interpretations over all of these decades. So you do have the issue of which one is the truest one. You could almost argue the first one that comes out. You're like, yeah, maybe. But I mean, if you look at like Hulk, he came out, he was gray the first time. Yeah. He comes out. No, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, some people would prefer to see Wolverine in the blue and yellow and black suit. But other people would go, no, 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 no. I grew up with the brown and orange one or the brown and yellow one. So yeah. you get to that point where it's like, well, who's technically right? And I just always well, got to say, it's like, you go with the one that is the most popular at recognizable the time. It's like, too. Yeah. Well, it's just like, why are you adapting this? Well, well don't you think? I just, why, that's, a, that's an why, opinion. Why would, see, this is where my, my problem comes as, in as a writer. Um, mm-hmm. You have things that are very popular. Mm-hmm. for comic book fans but everybody else may not be familiar with what is popular right, mm-hmm. right now so for me i always go back to what is the best storyline that would work right now yeah because mm-hmm. there are some older storylines that would be great right now versus some newer storylines i mean so- just saying <laughs> <laughs> Well, so, well, and especially when a lot of that stuff was built on the things that Hollywood is trying to force into their stories. They yeah. were already pre-built there, and they just don't want to recognize. They it. don't like, want to use them as like little subtle undertones anymore. They want to like push it really put hard it in your too. Face. It's well, like, I mean, I don't, I don't think Hollywood is is really for real trying to 
force anything. They just want to appear as though they want to appease to the audience. Like they're paying attention, maybe. Like they're paying attention, maybe. No, I mean, I, I think they realize that there is a market for things that they didn't want to admit there was a market for. There's a good word and for so that. so they're, they're looking for different ways to to put people, um, put people of color in characters that will help them make more money without actually trying to be diverse. Mm-hmm. Or creative. <laughs> you know? Honestly, and, what it is is basically... Like you're what you ex, uh, just uh, explained is is pretty much pandering. It's oh, just yeah, a, yeah. a yeah. version of yeah, pandering. So, oh. Just they don't want to say we're pandering to you, yeah. you know, because like, you know, making a trailer and saying pandering in 2018, you know, <laughs> some <laughs> shit like that. Well, it's like it's it's one of those things my, that pandering has become that that norm that. As audience members, general audience members, you want it. You just want it. But as yeah, people that we, like we look at this stuff in, harder than just, you know, I don't give a crap what's going on in society necessarily when it's being – I see it on the news every day. I'll need it pushed right – like front forward in the movie. Yeah. You can have it as an undertone. That's perfectly fine. Star Trek used to do it all the time as like mm-hmm. little undertones all the time especially dealing with racism and stuff like that back in the 60s so social issues and then they made it in an entertaining way and we wove it into the story and you back know, in that, the 60s you didn't like even where... notice it well yeah. okay like, here, yeah, exactly. here's, yeah. here's here would be my example of like a good story like from source or something that's like built in versus like they blatantly do it because they're not creative or mm. they're really pushing an agenda would be you have the original X-Men storylines, the comic books that come out. The mm-hmm. whole point was is that it used to be a social norm about uh, segregation and racism yeah. and prejudice. I mean, they've even alluded to the fact that Professor X and Magneto, they're like um, – Malcolm X and ide- Martin Luther King. Exactly. They're supposed <laughs> to be ideological characters, but they're using the mutant idea yeah. to give people that idea. So you don't – so you're not inherently uh, pushing people away. You know what I mean? People can absorb the story and take take from the social aspect of it what they will. Right. But then you move forward and watch a movie like Star Wars The Last Jedi where this stuff, you know, wasn't re- didn't really used to be part of that. It was just, was just kind of like an action sci-fi adventure deal. Um, and then you go to Canto Bite and it's like capitalism is bad and child slavery is bad. And bu- it's like we get it. I'm not five. I, I totally get this. Like, I don't know why we're doing this right now. And it's like, and it's the first time w- too in the star Wars universe that they ever tried to do something like that, which is weird. I mean, well, I mean the like prequels kind of did some yeah, stuff like that with like did. trading, like with trade disputes and tariffs yeah. and dumb, dumb political stuff. But that, I mean, that stuff people hated. So but again, like, that whatever, was something but... that was trying to tackle those issues at that time with the prequels. Like George Lucas was just like, Hey, government's bad let's <laughs> dig at them for and it's just funny movies. that disney would put out something like that where literally all your imagery is a bunch of like white dudes with beards and like lazy alien construction in a big casino it's like really a casino like what are we doing right. like I, I, <laughs> it just felt so like ham-fisted it's like oh my god i get it and then it wouldn't have been so bad but they send the two minority characters on a mission that mean absolutely nothing and like and i'm mo- and i'm mostly pissed off because they've completely mishandled finn because I understand why they – a black stormtrooper 
would have been such a cool storyline. It's like I would have you would have humanized Wh- stormtroopers and I would have learned something about him. Who's and now Finn? he becomes the Which one was even, Finn? The black the, guy. The stormtrooper. <laughs> <It's John Boyega. laughs> I it's don't John remember those movies. I didn't care it's, that much. I wasn't that John, invested. It's it's John Boyega. And um, okay. and and I get Say pissy that. because I because I saw him. better. You describe him better by saying John Boyega. Yes. yes. I know right? who that is. Um, attack the block, bro. Come that on. was about to. I was just about to say, if you've ever seen him attack the block, he's brilliant, and um, yes, he's absolutely incredible. And and then he comes in here, and you're you're seeing his acting be kind of used in Force Awakens, and then he turns into a bumbling idiot. It's mm. like, well, well, I was the janitor. I was like, no, 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 you were a stormtrooper, and right. they say that you've been raised from like childhood to be a stormtrooper. Well, and- there's no reason why you should be going, oh, oh I'm, I'm goofy and getting punched a- by Ray in the face. And it's Attack like, oh my the God, Block is me. actually the movie that got him, that got Abrams to want him for that role for the first one. Sure, and then the, but- the dude who wrote and directed the second one, I think he was just kind of like, you know what? Fuck Abrams. I'm going and doing my own story. And we're just going to do that. And also, uh, and Last you can Jedi tell too. because why are you, why are you putting one? Why are you putting an Asian lady on a kamikaze run? A bombing kamikaze <laughs> run at the beginning, and two, <laughs> and two at the end of the movie, Rose crashes into Finn, so the two minorities can't drive. Racist. I hate it. I hate that whole movie. I will. I will figure out any reason to superficially hate that movie. That just sounded that like a meme that should be on Facebook. Right I hate that now, movie. Dude. I hate that movie so much. They just mishandle really good characters. It's just so lame. And then like you finally have a female-led. You know, because Princess Leia was freaking awesome mm-hmm. in the original trilogy. And she people, was. And people grew up with her, like, being a strong female character. And and now they're forcing and, – and Rey just has no problems. Rey, She's just awesome. It, it seems matter. like Rey, though, is always looking for somebody to help her figure out stuff in her life. Where Princess Leia was just like, no, fuck it. We're going and doing this. But you say that, you but know. why bother? She can – uh, even though she's never flown, she can ride. She can drive the Millennium Falcon better yeah. than Han Solo. What? Okay. Never t- <laughs> didn't even believe the Force was a thing or the Jedi were a myth. And all of a sudden, she's the best Force user in the universe. Beats Kylo Ren with a, with a lightsaber. Yeah. And it's like oh I mean, my God. Han Solo didn't even know what the Force was either. But they at least built built him learning it in three movies and not just yeah. one. <laughs> and I just go, I, I don't, is that a, is that a strong female character? If she can just literally do anything and doesn't overcome any real obstacles, is that like empowering? I think that's condescending in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I just... it, 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 it can be condescending. Now I cannot speak too much to this cause I didn't see the last oh. movie. Um, but I, going back to the fact, like writing to me when you're developing characters, Every character, good or bad, should have a flaw because that's how we identify with the person. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have a flaw and you're just built to I can do anything type superwoman or superman syndrome, is mm-hmm. it feels forced and disingenuous. Right. So yeah. that's my take. And well, which reminds me a lot of, of Doctor Who um being a woman. Oof. Pisses me off more than anything <laughs> because I love it, you. <laughs> it just felt like, and people are so tired of me talking about this. It just felt like now I. I no, you talk. Her. You you keep talking. You you spread the I, word. I'm with you. Her. I love her as an actor. She's a great actor. Jodie Whittaker is awesome. As awesome. Doctor Who 
is horrible. Mm-hmm. Hers the doctor is horrible. Um, and the stories just felt like they were always trying to push an agenda. They were always talking about race in a way that had never been done on the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was always a fun show and they had these racial things or sexist things, but they never were like, this is what it is. And yep. that's on the and BBC, right? The that's yeah. the yes. Doctor Who from BBC. Yeah. Which is it's so funny you say that because it was like I remember when the trailer came out with Jody. I was already I'm already apparently I'm a misogynist because I hate Captain Marvel too. Um uh, when <laughs> well, they you found don't out think they were highly of Wonder Woman I so. That is that is wrong. Wonder Woman's one of my favorite characters. I just don't think Gal Gadot was a good call for that. It makes no <laughs> sense. I remember Princess Diana being big and intimidating. Yes. Yeah. I'm not getting yes. get, I'm not gonna get kicked in the face by a runway model. Like please stop. <laughs> So they had to make her a god in the third act to make sure she couldn't get hurt. It was nonsense. But um, with the with the changing of Doctor Who, it was just one of these things. I remember seeing the trailer the first time, and it's like, it, it was like Doctor Who made by the CW. It's like they were using pop culture songs. They weren't using the orchestra anymore, and it was like, I can see that. Yeah, it was just flashy and just it felt empty. So like was it, it like Supergirl stereotypes? Then? Now, so the first episode mm-hmm. of it. Because I'm a huge fan. I'm going to watch it no matter what. And I didn't even really like Peter Capaldi. See, that yeah. yeah. That, was ish. So, that that one with the box where he gives the wartime speech or whatever, where they're like yelling at each other and they got to push the yeah. buttons. I mean, it's easily the coolest scene. But after that, I was just like, ugh. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I liked her first episode, but it's, it's funny. The first episode with her in it, she doesn't come in until like 20 minutes. Ooh. And it feels like a regular Doctor Who episode, even up until the end, even though they do have this scene at the end where she's finding her outfit, which I thought was was kind of cool. But every af- episode after that was complete pandering to somebody. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, Come on, guys. Well, it's like, what do you what do you take from that when they're not being subtle anymore? Especially as a writer, I guess this would be a great idea. It was just like, I mean, you're not doing anything. Like you've stifled your creativity, literally just spoon feeding your 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 themes and stuff to people. Like it's, it's so lame. It's just like, why not give us a chance to think your audience is actually paying attention to the thing you're trying to show them? And like, and even with art, it's like. At the end of the day, art is subjective. It's just how it's going to work. But there's an ab- objective way of doing things. There is a three-act storyline. There is a hero's journey. There is a – yeah, everybody's going to take something different from it, especially when you watch a, vid- a video analysis. And especially us being from flipping film school, for God's sake. Somebody will, <laughs> you know, somebody will break down a scene and go, oh, you see how they did this angle and this color? This must mean that when they were five, they probably believed that this – you know what I mean? Like they overanalyze. Yeah. But yeah. at the end of the day, there are subtle themes and stuff that people try to put into their deal. And if it's just mm-hmm. like, bleh, 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 it's like, I mean, what do I get from that? Am I being soapboxed or am I being, I don't know, am I being taught something? I don't know. It's like, it just feels, I think, again, condescending just kind of feels like the word. Like, I'm not smart enough to understand what you're trying to give me right now. It's sad. For, <laughs> for me, I have always loved science fiction and fantasy. Because I always learned a lesson without you telling me I learned something. Mm-hmm. I learned how to respect people from Star Trek. Mm-hmm. So, but like the, like especially like with Doctor Who and, and some of the movies that are 
out now, like, it's like, you better respect everybody. Right. Or, and it, and we're, people don't learn like that. They're, they're pushed away by stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that was like, well, we, that was my, my biggest thing with Captain Marvel was because she comes in, she's supposed to be this strong female character, and that's cool. But then you watch the movie, and it's not her being a strong character. It's the movie constantly having other characters tell you that she's awesome. And then at the end, she just becomes a god. And not only can that is the undertone that they were trying to show that a man was trying to hold her power back from her. With the guy always having the thing on her neck and selling her, you know, you should fight me without using your powers because you can't take me without it. I'm like, or don't no, be emotional. It, it's like, don't be emotional. Don't be but emotional. every time she was emotional, and, she won. <laughs> it was and like, like what? I saved you and I'm the, the man who saved you type shit. I'm like, this isn't even very subtle. You guys are like, I saw it the first time I watched the movie. I didn't have to go back and rewatch it for that. <laughs> and it's like or the part the uh, me and john discussed this i'm not sure if we put it on the cast or not I, I believe we did um they ended up dropping a deleted scene which they put part of the scene in the movie itself but they disney dropped the deleted scene online of uh like this guy just saying hey you should smile you no, know not the dawn and not the, greatest, the, yeah. the greatest the greatest uh and the greatest hero they, they, ever Everybody like attacked the scene saying like, well, he deserved it because he was like uh, sexually assaulting her or something because he told her to smile. I'm like, no, he just I I walk by people and be like, they should probably smile more, too. Like you get resting bitch face and it's like, come on. And guys get it, too. John gets it a lot. I see it whenever we're casting. I'm like, John, smile. (laughs) But don't get me wrong. I mean, I get that that can be annoying uh, coming up and somebody telling you to do that. Mm -hmm. But to like especially with uh youtube like uh criticizers and stuff it's like yeah immediately going to sexual assault or sexual harassment because a dude goes i'm gonna help you out the least you can do is smile yeah. and then she threatens to rip his arm and then steals his bike yeah i go they, that's what they show in the we, deleted we, scene not in the actual movie i think the but editor she still was stole smart enough yeah, and she the, still took she his still bike took in his the bike. movie like it still doesn't matter and his, and his jacket to terminator like Really, somebody didn't watch Terminator 2, apparently, if we're, like, equivalating right. those scenes. Like, that's absurd. Like, the Terminator was butt naked, and they tried to, like, assault him. That's they why he a, beat the shit out of him. They put a lit cigarette out on him, yeah. broke a pull cue a gun, and some dude stabbed him. It's like... Like, they he gave him ref. Plus, the Terminator was a, a programmed killer robot. He's a murderous <laughs> robot. Well, I'd argue Brie Larson's turning into a murderous robot too, but at the same time, it's kind of like, oh my god. I'm it's surprised just... she's allowed to go out on like these press tours for Disney oh. though and say the stuff she does. Dude, I would lock her she up. Does I would say... never send her with anybody else and go. We're just gonna make your second movie. Yeah. Please stop talking. Right? Don't. Like even the yeah. actors well, that work goes... with her, you know. Yeah. Well, when she goes against Chris Helmsworth, you know which. You know, Not everybody, uh, he's a funny guy. And she's like, no, I'm my own person. And he's like, I'm going to be the next her. me. I it's like, oh, my God. And they looked and they were like, no, we were like, no, she, <laughs> she <laughs> it was um, actually a compliment. <laughs> she was on the one of the press tours for Endgame, I'm guessing, with Jeremy Renner. And yeah, she was like, they asked her, you know, do you use your fandom to, to boast whatever 
something political, all that other crap. And she was going through this long thing and stuff. And Jeremy Renner's like just looking like away, like annoyed, like throwing shade at her basically. And then they ask him and he's like, well, no, I don't use my stature to to do all this stuff. I look at myself as a normal person, not some high and mighty thing where she's been going around. And I love like the mo- movies that she's in, like Kong was good. Um, and I love the freaking uh, unicorn, unicorn store. store. Like I praised that movie for a whole podcast. But um, as a person, I can't get behind her. I don't know why. And people will say, oh, that's sexist because, you know, this and that. I'm like, no. I'm like, I I'd be good. Uh, go watch an interview with Jake Gyllenhaal and Tom Holland and go watch an interview with Brie Larson and tell me who you want to be the face of Marvel for the next 10 years. Like, come on now. Like, don't be crazy. Like, Tom Holland's so lovable. It's insane. Or, like, you got rid of you got rid of Scar Joe, so it's like, oh, well, crap. And then, yeah. you know, Nebula is turning out to be a pretty strong, awesome female character. It's like she won't cool. be the face ever, though. No, because God, of the no. character she is. Maybe if mm-hmm. they killed her off and they used the same actress to portray another character later down the line, because they could do that. Yeah. So. Um, but I guess with um, since we have the diverse cast today, I, I mean, we have to do it. Um, <laughs> I think I think instead of just um, going after one thing, I think yeah. going on under the broad spectrum of what does everybody think about what the heck Disney is doing with all of their quote unquote live action stuff? I mean, from the Lion King to Aladdin to uh, now, obviously with the Little Mermaid, and then they also, I think Dumbo just kind of went under the radar for everybody. Yeah, I think I it was a big flop. I'm not sure. I never watched it. Did, it. it it didn't do very well. Which is surprising because no. it had like some real Greatest Showman vibes and it looked really good. It was a Tim Burton it, flick it too. It looked really good, but I think when it when it dropped, there were a couple of other movies that came out yeah. that people were more excited yeah. to see. Mm-hmm. And so it just... And then you had the it, critics. The critics always like will rip on the Disney live actions. That's why I try not to like dive at them or even do any movie review videos for them because it's like everybody's ripping at them it's so cliche to do so but mm. disney keeps making them because people keep seeing them and they need this money stop. dude like the lion yeah. king movie looks so bad there's no it emotion in the characters or anything like when you go and watch the the cartoon you feel for simba when his dad dies mm-hmm. spoilers for the lion king i guess his dad dies <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. you see the emotion in his little lion face i saw the clip you don't see any emotion in his face in this because they can't portray it with a real life lion. It's well, like also, can I, I get really sick of the whole like, how is the Lion King? I understand it takes place in Africa, but they're animals. Why is race a thing? Why is race a thing in this? I get it because with the voice actors and stuff, it's like you had James Earl Jones and stuff, but we grew up with this movie. Like, don't we want that movie? The like, cast the was point. more diverse. In the original Lion King than in this one, Ooh, I would say. I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm trying to I, remember that's... all the cast members. But like, but, people, I, but I, I, I think what they were trying to do, and I applaud them in this this case, mm-hmm. um, is that they were trying, they were looking for something. I'm following you safe space <laughs> no, they were looking for something where they could have a black cast yeah. or 
Yeah, a black cast because there are no other Disney movies except for The Princess and the Frog, and a lot of people have problems with that. I have a problem with that one. I think that movie um, sucks. Aside from the fact that it just sucks, but the, the Princess and the Frog, a lot of parts of that are, are really racist. Uh, New Orleans, you never had a chance. <laughs> that was so rough, so, man. Like they were looking for something where they could have a a black cast that made sense. But and wouldn't you argue is, you're not getting your representation because you're not actually seeing the actors when you watch the movie? It defeats the purpose. Every, everybody knows this, that everybody knows that that's Beyonce. Like, yeah. But the ones that are really I'm watching it, fan, but you know that that's Beyonce. You right? Like, okay, then okay. Adults let me make, would let me... though. I would beg that kids that are these movies are supposed to be made for don't know oh, that. No. These live actions are not for kids. They're for people who grew up with those. The 30-year-olds that are complaining are about them anyway. <laughs> watch them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, and they're going to triple to tell... it because you got to take your kids too. They're going <laughs> to yeah. triple it. I'm sorry to tell Disney, but my parents didn't pay for me to go see the theaters when I was a kid either, so they're still but, not getting my money. But, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so here, so here, this is where I would bring this up because I'm curious. Does anybody know that in the original, Simba was played by a white boy and a black kid? Yeah. For the JTT singing. Did, JTT did all the dialogue, but I can't remember. He was like, God, he's really fake. He ends up being like, um, God, he does like everything for Disney too when he got older. Um, I'll have to look up his name, but he did all the singing. And like, it's like, thank God, because JTT can't sing. Um, but they used to do that a lot. Like a lot of the, the, the dialogue actors didn't tend to sing their own characters. And mm-hmm. then it's, and then it also, it felt like, it felt really shitty because it was like, were we trying to do this to be diverse or were we trying to make a good movie? And it didn't feel like they were making a good movie. Cause everybody was like, well, okay, we got James Earl Jones back. Yay. We got a couple other voices back. Yay. It's like Jason Weaver, dude. Thank you. Yep. And then we get, but then we get rid of Jeremy Irons, who has one of the more iconic voices in that movie too, like yeah. the Scar. And I have a problem wrong. with Scar too. Why and, doesn't he have a black mane, like in the cartoon? Well, I know they're trying see, that, to look realistic, but but come that became on. the issue is you took the character away from everything, which kind of defeated the purpose. And then I don't know if the songs were necessarily. It was so weird. It was like this idea of like you were trying to carbon copy, but you changed like some of the most iconic stuff from. They got rid of some really songs. I mean, they got rid of one of Scar's songs, actually. Be prepared. Oh, I told yeah. Dan, I was like, "There's no way with all that Nazi imagery from the cartoon, there was no way in hell they were doing that song in this movie. There's no way. There was no <laughs> that, way." Like they did the same thing with um, Aladdin. Um, I haven't seen it, but my niece and and brother went to see it, and he was like. Yeah, some of your favorite songs are gone, so I don't think you're going to want to see it. And, like, I I think what they're trying to do is make it different enough to justify people going to see it. But what they don't realize is, like, if you loved that movie when you were a kid, you're going to pay money to see the live action. I haven't. I mean, but, like, that's because you know a lot of, things about it and yeah. things have changed but like mm-hmm. most people like grew up with it mm-hmm. watched it a million times so they're going to see it i think and when you drop iconic iconic songs or make changes like to scar's main you lose something and then people 
people are pissed about it. Yeah. Or like, I mean, the hyenas. I mean, Whoopi Goldberg, um, who'd you have? Cheech Marin. Mm-hmm. It's like an Ed. I was like, they're never going to do Ed in this. They're never going to do that. Like, yeah. Or like. Um, Best part of the, the movie. It's so brutal, man. And I'm like, okay, so I got to ask, because this was something. And Melissa, I think you'd be uh, a perfect person to ask about this. Because this could be a false equivalence. I could be completely off base. But this is my best example of uh, my mindset going into these movies versus I think a lot of the the general audiences now. Is we obviously have the aerial having a race change. And um, my thing is, is when I want to see these live actions, I am so vanilla that I'm like, no, I legitimately just want to see what I saw as a kid. I want to see how accurate they can get to it with real people. You know what I mean? Like I want Prince Eric to look like Prince Eric or like when I saw Aladdin, I want everybody to look the same. My issue was I saw Ariel the way she was and we're carbon copying the movie. So I wanted to see how close they could get. I'm not mad that she got race changed. I got mad. Why? Because it feels like they're not going all the way down and they go, well, it doesn't work that way. I'll go. Okay. So then my argument was it's versus accuracy, not my subjective, whatever. Because, like, when I watched Aladdin, I don't care that Will Smith is the genie because genie – because they did the Broadway thing, and who cares? If you didn't know that, that doesn't matter. (laughs) But at the end of the day, I don't care about his human form. Genie could be whatever he wanted. It's if they made him, like, purple when when he goes into genie form or the genie mm -hmm. didn't look right. That's where I get annoyed because he doesn't look like my character. Or, like, where Michael got mad because Scar doesn't really look like Scar. These characters don't look like they're supposed to look. So it's like – I make the argument it's like I'm more about accuracy and that people don't give a shit about that. And it's like I think that's where the disconnect comes from. And then you get well, labeled a certain I mean, way because of it. For me, if Ariel is black, and this is this is where I get annoyed. If Ariel is black, her dad should be black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exactly the, what I was gonna say. The people <laughs> that they're looking at are not black. They're not even brown. Idris so Alba should be her daddy. Is, I like Terry Crews. I don't. I don't oh, like Terry Crews. I've seen, like. I don't think he has the range to play the emotions that Triton did in the cartoon, as to where Idris Elba could do all of that. But Mike, I'm gonna mute you because Melissa was making a point, and I really want to hear. Oh, it. No, that's okay. <laughs> like, I I just love anything Idris does. <laughs> I mean, but he I doesn't. Think neither one of them would. I want a big, a big guy to Shaq. play King Triton. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because Kazam was so good. No. no. Shaq should have been genie. Hashtag no, not my I, genie. Like I, if it's if I need just someone with some bulk to them. God, to bring yeah. me back Michael Clark Duncan. Seriously, God, can you give me him back? I oh just want him God. back. He just give him back to he me. Would have been awesome. I right. Him how... Perfect. Perfect example when he was Kingpin in the old Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck. Yes. I did not get Best a part shit. Of that. He was awesome. You didn't hear people awesome. bitch about that either, too. Like, Kingpin's supposed to be white, blah, blah, blah. No. Well, it's because nobody, nobody gave cared. a shit about Daredevil. <laughs> no one nobody cared, gave though, a back fuck. then. You know, it wasn't such I, a, a pandering no, thing back know, then. People care. It's just... Wasn't as loud, I don't people, think. People yeah. didn't have the the way that we have now. Mm-hmm. To where to you see it blow up. It. Yeah. Like, social media wasn't like it is now i don't think it was around yet because that movie came out before myspace was around right 
But even though, I mean, we're talking Twitter, people can upload videos now without even trying. Yeah. Like, people can do their phone, make a 15-minute rant about how something sucks, and do it all on their phone in less than 30 minutes. It's insane. Like, yeah. you get that stuff. When back in the day, if you wanted those things, you had to actively seek them out. Now they actually just get thrown in your face. Like, yeah. But there's so yeah. many characters out there, though, that people... It's like they pick and choose which ones they want to complain about with the race change. Because, like, Heimdall. Heimdall was white in the comics. But, again, they, I think that's where black. you get the argument so of then, you're taking an icon. There's a difference. Right. It's like, Ariel is well known. This was the other thing I had the question about. It's like, okay, fine. We're going to do that. You feel represented. I get that. But where where did one – okay, so it's kind of a two-parter. Where does it stop? Because I would prefer, if they were going to do it, go all the way. Like, why can't Prince Eric be Asian? Like, get me a good-looking Asian dude. We can do some mixed stuff. Why not? It would no. be cool. Who cares? If we're going to go, let's go. And she also has sisters. People forgot about that. Yeah. So how are they going to look? Her sisters, if you remember her sisters, one of her sisters was a little darker than the mm. other one, who a lot of people was just like, yeah, her sister's black. So, like. That was Ursula's I, baby. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> Ursula was purple. Or you could have made, or you could have made Ursula a. Uh, uh, like big intimidating black woman. Dude, that here's awesome. the thing with this: as soon as they like, because they announced that they were going to do, um, I don't remember the chick's name, but like she was rumored hey. to be uh, Ursula. Uh, oh, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, I was so pissed because I feel if they're going to do this and they're going to do this diversity stuff and this like pandering stuff and social justice stuff and all this other stuff, why not cast a uh, 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 famous drag queen to play that role because Ursula RuPaul. was designed off of a famous drag queen in the first place. Sure, I would be okay with that. Sure, it's I that's where she was designed I, I, from. So, like, I I love Melissa McCarthy. So, yeah. like, I don't I don't necessarily care what Ursula is because she's an octopus and she was purple. She's gonna be so any I color, have, anyways. It doesn't matter. So she's gonna be purple. Anyway, I, I hopefully have they might try to make it more realistic and give her pale her skin. Purple, I, that's where I will find <laughs> fault. But like, as far as every everybody else, um, like if like if if Ariel's gonna be black, yeah, let's throw some other you know ethnicities mm -hmm. into this. And one of my favorite, like a lot of people did not like the movie, but um. Uh, Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown in the 90s produced uh, Cinderella. With Brandy. With Brandy. I love that one. I actually Whoopi. love that. With, with Jason Alexander is like, Whoopi, yeah. Whoopi was black. Yeah. Was uh, the queen. The dad was white. Their son was Asian. Like, Bernadette Peters was in it. It was great. Mm -hmm. And nobody cared. Nobody. Because it was good. It was because it was good. And it was yep. also this, too. Like, back in the, then, I'm, I was going to say back in the day. I don't want to sound old, though. Ba back then, okay. it, like, they You're didn't. You're getting older, Michael, whether <laughs> right? you want it or not. But they didn't <laughs> advertise all this bullshit for these movies. Like, oh, this person's cast is this, this, and this. To where everybody knew basically the whole story yeah. plot or the whole yeah. cast of the movie yeah, before it true. came out. So no that's one had time to bitch about it until the movie actually came out. And then by then everyone was like, okay, cool. It looks and cool. This is, yeah. And this you is know? where I'll start to like. It's kind of like when the they did the whiz. 
back in the day. Like, you yeah, know, that's, that's that was a little, the whole a thing. Different. No one gave two uh, shits. It was though. the whole thing, but it was the the movie was based off of the play, a, um, off of the play yeah. first. So yeah. there was a little bit of yeah. Go back and watch that. That shit is creepy. That shit is crazy. I have it. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. It's good, but that thing is a lot more With tricky Michael than Jackson, a lot of people dude? remember. Come on. Hell yeah. Hey, funny story. I uh that was the first movie I ever saw in the movie theater. The Wiz? The Wiz? Because wow. we did it nice. as a, a school trip. <laughs> and so what that's school did you go to? Well, you were in the Bronx, right? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Chip. <laughs> it was all a dream. I <laughs> love you, Biggie. Oh, oh hey, we start going on about rap music too, but let's not go there. <laughs> so uh so anyway, I was talking, uh, I was thinking uh, a point you made earlier about um, Michael was saying, you know, like he put this on Facebook, like, when are they going to stop making these movies? And, uh, you know, money, as a maybe. business owner, I look at things, you know, I, I'm a fan, you know, but at the same time, I'm a business owner. So mm -hmm. Disney is making millions of dollars remaking yeah. all these things. Yep. See, Guess as what? They're never gonna stop, Michael. As, Sorry, as I know an you industry hear person, that. I understand this. Going to stop. <laughs> I, I okay, understand so. though, as working in the industry, and we all understand this working in the industry, like that why they do this. And same thing is like I always get on John whenever he's like, why? And I was like, because of the marketing, toys, 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 <laughs> shit like that. You know, I mean, they're, this Little Mermaid movie is yeah. gonna come out, and they're gonna have so many toys for it that it's gonna blow up, like for the kids. And then same. I don't think the Lion King will. I mean, how do you make a real? But, I wouldn't want a realistic looking lion but, toy. But this is they're busy. gonna do it. Yep. I'm gonna. I'm Michael. But they did it with again. Aladdin too. Because but, you, and now I got now I got Miguel to yell at now too because <laughs> I understand marketing. But at the end of the day, <laughs> it's so short sighted because you're pissing people off regardless, and that's gonna happen. It doesn't matter. But you're doing it in droves to where one, I don't think this section of movie making is going to age well for the company. Kind of like this idea of like, you know, they don't care about their products. They don't care about their, the people who are creating. Uh, they don't care about their artists. Because, yeah, you're going to hit these toys. Like, look at Last Jedi. They throw out all these toys. Nobody's buying a Rose Tico doll. Nobody's buying a Holdo purple hair doll. Everybody's still buying Chewbacca and R2-D2 and BB-8. Yeah. It's all going to be cool. All those make, other toys go on clearance. and But, um, but imagine nothing. if you made something good. I.e., the original Star Wars trilogy didn't even have toys when the movies came out. That was a that was a back burner thing that happened because movies mm -hmm. didn't come out on DVD. You had to wait. For, the only time you were going to see these movies was in the theater. That's just mm -hmm. how it was. But look at the look at the iconic imagery that you have. When a new Star Wars movie comes out, they're not putting they barely put Ray and all these. You're still seeing Darth Vader's face, Death Star, R two D two. You know, all the original characters with all their weapons again. Every now and then you see like a Poe Dameron or a Finn or whatever. But these characters are so bleh that nobody cares. Nobody wants those toys. And they're not going to want them in five years because they're not going to. You don't even remember who Finn was. And it's Star Wars. <laughs> and it's he's Star the only black guy. So like. And it's like, oh, now my God, see, he's a people good are going to attribute that to me being racist for not knowing the only black guy in the universe. No, 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 no. no. But it's fine. You're also a misogynist. It's fine. I'm saying Dude, I don't remember anybody's no, name, no, but the original characters the and Ray. No, I'm, I'm saying his character was so one-dimensional. Uh, it, it didn't. It didn't yeah. have any lasting power yeah. that it was hard for you to remember who it was. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, they so, focus and, more on and, and on the they, they weird face guy. That on, in some way, shape, or form, of him being in the movie, mm-hmm. and his role in the movie wasn't all that. Yeah. So, his his character is very forgettable, and I hate to say that because I love him. He's a great actor. Mm-hmm. But like that's that's yeah. what they do. Um, and that's not on him though, as an actor. That's, a that's studio, on the man. story. No, it's not on him. It's that's not a, that's a studio, and Ryan Johnson can't write a script to save his life. It's insane. <laughs> it's insane. Go back and watch Looper. Not as good as I remember. Especially after seeing Endgame. Looper. God, I hate time travel in a the movie. The one with Bruce Willis? Yeah. I've only and, seen uh, it like Joseph once. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. There's some cool ideas, but no, like... No, it was Bruce Willis and younger Bruce Willis. It wasn't oh just yeah. you know nowadays they would have just been Bruce Willis playing himself as yeah. a younger guy. Yeah. But but again with the, but again with the marketing idea, I want to go back to Little Mermaid only because the idea is is we're selling nostalgia. That's the point. And mm. and it sounded like we all agreed that these movies are really more made for us. And then the hope is, well, is that we take we take the kids to it. That, no, that's the point. They're not made for us. Exactly. They're made for people in our age group. So I'm we'll making. So I'm gonna, Thank so, you, okay. Michael. Okay. <laughs> How dare you? Okay. Anyway, in the generation, I'm sorry. Um, I, I I hate to vaguely and I, all in a group. I think um, though, as as a whole. Hey, get out of here! I'm not no, quite done yet. Let me let wait me wait a second. Let since me you're on this, like as a whole, like <laughs> with us and other people, a lot of the ones that are complaining, besides like just the trolls online and shit, it's like we read into this a lot more because we work in this, in the industry. And we want the shit to be better. We don't want well, it I, to just be generic, basic, mainstream well, crap. Not only that, but I think it's because, again, I think a lot of us tend to look a little f- more future, like a little more forward thinking than right. a lot of people. Um, but also at the same time, I'm sitting back going, okay. I Because you see a lot of the arguments, too, and I kind of hate this uh, this divide now that people don't quite seem to get where everybody's perspective is because like I talked to a girl and she goes, well, I'm going to take my, my mixed kids and they're going to be represented. I'm going to share my, my childhood with them. It's like, well, sharing your childhood would be showing them the original thing in my opinion. And then you go and you experience the new one altogether after that. Hey, how about reading them a book? <laughs> Who reads <laughs> what it was originally based on? Right. Okay. And that's in, that's going to be another argument is that, <laughs> Is that um, we've had that? Was that um, for the Little Mermaid you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because yeah. everyone brings up the right Hans now. Christian Andersen thing, and even yeah. I do when I want to piss people off online. But I'm, but I'm thinking about. But the first thing is going to be the superficiality of it. Mm-hmm. I want to start there, just because I know it's superficial. So I want to argue it as a superficial point. Is the idea that imagine these kids? It doesn't matter. A lot of kids that age, four years old or whatever. They don't care. They're not thinking about social divides or race or whatever. They just want the toy. They want the character that they saw. That's all they care about. They sing the songs. They see the character. They want to see the character. A perfect example is you watch the movie. When a kid sees Ariel, I don't care if she's Asian, black, Hispanic, whatever. They see Ariel, cute redhead, which, let's be fair, redheads are under uh, underrepresented in these movies as well. Um because <laughs> what do you got after Ariel? You got Merida? Cool. You can barely even understand her. Uh, but anyway, when the kids fall in love with these characters, what do you do? You take them to Disney World or Disneyland. When Ariel comes out and it doesn't look like the Ariel from the cartoon, what's the kid going to say? 
And then do we have both aerials there? Or do we have like the live action portion of the park and the animated version of the park? Or do we have both of them? Because it is a marketing thing again. Right. So where do you go from there? And that's fine. That'll be very exciting to see. They're, they're going to the, stick with the original Ariel in their park. Yeah. And see, and I think that's I think that's good and shitty at the same time. It's like, what do you pick? Because Which, is that the good thing or the bad thing? Well, when they redid, well, when they did their live action, like, uh, was it Sleeping Beauty with the dwarfs and shit like that? Did, did Disney do one of those? Because I know two of them came out. One was like I the know Huntsman. They did, like, Snow, they did Snow White and the Huntsman. There yeah. was another one that came out at the same That's time. Nice. Well, Maleficent? Yeah. No. Mirror, mirror, something like that. It had Julia Robertson. Well, one had like the grown adults that they used CG to make them look like dwarves, and one actually used real like dwarves. Yeah. Um, the one and I Robertson. thought one of that them. Was more of a yeah. I thought one was Disney. But, I mean, like, they've never changed, like, Dopey and all that shit in the theme parks. One, they're not going to spend the money to do that shit. Because that would cost a fortune for them to do. Two, what are they going to do with Lion King? Bring real lions in and do a live performance for that? (laughs) (laughs) They probably got the money, dude. Oh, with how much they charge. And three, I want to get back on, because you said something about gingers. They do it. I I really thought about this because I started looking at, all of like the the act uh, the characters, not actors, that they've changed, like Iris Weston, like Flash. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really care about Starfire on Titans because she's not really a ginger. She just had red hair. In the she's cartoon. an alien who had orange skin. Get the hell yeah, out of here. She, she doesn't look she, anything like she's supposed to. It's lame. Her Shut skin up. was more <laughs> Trumpian. Wrong. It was more Trumpian color. <laughs> he did that, not That's me. Now. He um, did that, not me. <laughs> But uh, no, like even April O'Neil in the new cartoon adaptation, they turned her to a little black girl um, when she was always redhead white, right? Yeah. But they've also age changed her a bunch of times too and changed yeah. a lot of stuff. Well, because they, they also age changed the turtles whenever they do that. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, Which but, would always be my biggest gripe. I care more about the turtles. And all yeah. That. yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like don't mess with Splinter. Which is and, another like, one like. Shredder and. You know, that's one thing I'm glad they can't ever, like, just get into that and be like, we're going to turn the turtles this color. They're green. Like, they changed, like, the tone of the tint of the turtles. That's about it. I'm like, there was rumors that Michael Bay wanted to make them aliens. Without I, I would have been fine. That would have annoyed me. Multiverse. That annoyed the shit out of me. I would looked at it as a multiverse. See, and that multiverse thing, I hate the, that. The turtleverse has so always dumb. been there since, like, the dawn of ever. <laughs> I um, was wondering when we were going to get to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> right? It's, dude, it's always, uh, is, always in his back his pocket. Oh, Miguel, I'm glad you're here. Uh, there we go. <laughs> See? That's but, why. Um, but, we, uh, but again, I, I loved it. I, I, I was see. wondering when we were going to get the, the tour, too. Right. Like, I know it's good. There, um, if you know Michael, you know certain things are going to mm-hmm. happen. He's going to show you his toys, and he's going to talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, he's going to show you his toys. Is that a you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but, Melissa, again, uh, again with the writing, I love the fact that you're a writer. That's so awesome because that tends to be the thing I have a lot of gripes with these days because um, I'm totally fine because we actually had to fight the other day. Like Michael's like, I'm sick of reboots, and I'm sick of this, and the audience, like audiences are saying, I'm sick of reboots, and nobody's original, and blah, blah, blah. And I go – 
The only reason we are saying that is because they suck. If they were really good, when did we have this like, discussion? Give me yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't care. We, we pre-show. It was during our pre-show yesterday. Oh, okay. Like, like the new Men in Black came out, right? Mm. It looks like trash compared to the first one, and it's just like the if that would have been good. Yeah, if yeah. that one would have been really good, we'd want more of it. Yeah, it's like yeah, that's, and they tried to play it off too as like because they they had um the one girl who plays Valkyrie. I don't remember her name. I love her as an Tessa, actress. Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson, who she's, looks like Michael Jackson in the fucking suit and stuff. Sure. Yeah, when she's dressed up as the MIB agent. She looks like a smooth sure. criminal. You know? But like the uh, reason that the Men in Black I'm so like glad you said that. the huh. I said that's sad. I haven't seen it. Now yeah. I really don't want to see it. You can't it. Yeah, you you know, once you see her on like one of the like billboards or something for the movie, you can't unsee it. Yeah. Somebody said it to me. She's got the black glasses on in the suit. <laughs> Literally, if you put that white armband on her, I'm like, bruh, she's about to jump out of the like yeah. come in from the from the freaking <laughs> stage and like oh! stand there for like an hour. <laughs> I think um, that they like forced all that stuff into that movie because um I remember after the first one came out, um the one actress from Dogma that was in Men in Black, the first one that was the doctor, mm -hmm. the coroner. Yeah. She was part of the agency and shit. Well, I read that there was stuff, there were articles going on back then that they didn't want her in the second movie as a MIB mm -hmm. agent because it didn't mm -hmm. make sense because it was called Men in Black, not Men and Women in Black. So then they like yeah. shoehorned I mean, it in and then they like. General term for right, mankind. right. People are just. That's your freaking internet audience there. <laughs> but uh, people, dumb. people like with um with this new one, like they, they tried to like shoehorn it in so much that mm -hmm. like they even have Chris Hemsworth make that stupid joke. He's like, uh, we're no, he says like we're men in black. I mean men and women in black or some yeah, shit you. like it's that. It's hilarious. I good, was like, that's good, not good job, funny buddy. at all. It's just a, an observation. It's like, you yeah. didn't even deliver it right. Whoever directed you to do that line was stupid. It's like, what's his face? And like, that's Jeff in the Bush. trailer, like, so please, I'm not ruining please clap. anything. So. <laughs> please clap. I didn't see uh, the movie at all. Um, so maybe, I don't know, I didn't read any reviews because I haven't seen the movie, but dude, if I watch Sony. it on DVD. Did you, did you see that Ghostbusters reboot? I guarantee you, Men in Black is trash. I um, actually like the reboot, for, like, like the Ghostbusters redo. Really? Like, yeah. You With didn't all like, the women? I like Ghostbusters. I liked With it. Because the, the thing is, it was completely different, but they they kept a lot of the core things that made Ghostbusters good. But it was completely different. I think it would have been a little better. Like the only thing I had a disgruntlement with it was. Um, that they they did the whole three white one black girl thing. It's like okay, that's literally exactly what you did in the original. You could have done it. You could have mixed it up. It didn't have to be exactly and, like that. And see, and this is where well, this, I know that, Spanish people, right? See, that's you, that's, that's the funny. thing is you never get a lot but of see, Spanish <laughs> representation. Everyone's always or, worried or about black and white. And this is where and this is yeah. where I feel like why I'm there's no gun. Colombians in there. That's why I feel like I'm on a damn island by myself right now because it's like you had Leslie Jones, who's freaking hysterical. Kate McKinnon, who's hysterical. Uh, you had a cast of some of the funniest people That's in the world. Hilarious. And you just find out that Corinne Hemsworth is hilarious. You let them all do all this ad-libbing and the, the, the dialogue is just trash. And like a lot of the CGI is fine, but they hit a lot of the same. They carbon copy the original Ghostbuster stuff and we're supposed to eat it up when it's like. It's just flashy and lame. Like the dance sequence is really dumb. It reminded me of like thirteen going on thirty. It's like 
And dance like, sequence. It, it was supposed. It was supposed to be stupid. What dance I mean, sequence? Yes, but like mission accomplished. I mean, yeah, I was like, I don't know. I just don't want to walk away from something and go, wow, that was super dumb. But do you <laughs> like, remember and I feel it? Dumb for watching. Do you remember it? That's the whole point of filmmaking is to make you remember that shit. You remember it. That is it. a lie. Oh, my Lord, that is not true. <laughs> oh, my Lord, that is not true. I like um, to rile John up with saying stupid shit like that, guys. So. But, uh, but I got to go. But, I mean, I got to go. It's like. It's to talking. make money. <laughs> but, we get, but we get the fight of, like, where's the longevity, though? Like, more money gets made with longevity. I didn't uh, see Cole, a sequel Cole. coming out of that one, for sure. No. And cult classics are a thing. Like, remember, like, Scott Pilgrim. Perfect mm. example. Had a falling going in. Bombed at the box office, but then destroyed on the back half. Yeah. Um, Boondock Saints. I don't know how many people know of that show. It's got like Willem Dafoe and and um, like just a That's bunch got of really good, good cast characters. too. That movie is awesome. And it's so amazing. <laughs> but I guarantee you that thing bombed in the theaters because nobody would watch that. And it's just like now it has a cult following, mm-hmm. has two terrible sequels, but it's still a good <laughs> film. Um, but like you're talking adaptation versus remakes. And it's like that's a big argument that I think people are missing. It's because, like, if we're arguing, like, I got to go back to Little Mermaid because it's, again, the strongest one because it's, it's the it, most it really popular encapsulates right now. all of the, and it, well, and it encapsulates a lot of the same arguments, yeah. but, like, they're the only ones that have all three steps is that there's no reason the Hans Christian Andersen argument should be coming up with the remake. It has nothing to do with it. They go, why? Because Unless Dis- you want to annoy people on Facebook and then yes. it's fun. Or, or <laughs> somehow create this weird narrative to make your point. Because everybody goes, well, Ariel was such and such in the original Hans Christian. Yeah, that's why they adapted it for the Disney-fied version to make it animated. She's a brand new character. She is her. This is that storyline that they are just completely rewrapping not to only sell to you. That, so though, the, the Hans... Hans Christian Andersen is not an argument. You, you have to work off the one that you are making. And this is not an adaptation this is a straight-up remake. Had so, it been an adaptation, it would have been a completely different discussion. John knows that's, that's where I'm at. John knows yeah. that I'm go. I go. I go both ways on the Little Mermaid stuff, oh, especially yeah. when I want to annoy people online. So I've used like the Hans Christian <laughs> Andersen thing um, to like try and defend the stuff, like you know, or or no, to like go against it or whatever, or and just, to do both yeah. sides basically. And then, like, I'll see people that say, "Well, the Hans Christian Andersen was this." They don't say the description of it or whatever, or they'll use it to, like, say, say why she should be white, because in the Hans Christian Andersen story, it says she has clear skin. That's all it says. It doesn't even say she has red but hair. Clear, clear, clear is not white. Clear right. Could be it could either. be, it could be, a, a, however you take it. it. It's left up for interpretation. Um, but I always go and say, well, you also know Hans Christian Andersen's story is only, like, three pages long. The and it's sc- also really dark and scary. The script for The Little yeah. Mermaid is like 150 pages long, um, yeah. if not then longer. Because then the other argument is, well, she's a mermaid. Mermaids could be whatever. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I've seen Pirates of the Caribbean and all these It's been adapted throughout the years, too, by different writers that take that main story and mm-hmm. adapt it throughout before but Disney even got a hold of it. But I, I always, mean, but uh, yeah. another, another thing most people don't realize is like, most cultures have some type of mermaid myth. Yeah, 
and there is um some mermaids are sirens sirens are mermaids some aren't that kind of thing too like odysseus like had sirens and stuff. that's a whole different you know what I mean? but they've had some mermaids yeah. be sirens and some sirens be mermaids yeah. and it's like there's so many interpretations and so like there, there are two nigerian stories where um one one is a is a goddess and she's a mermaid but she's she doesn't have the characteristics that most people would consider a mermaid, but she lives in the ocean and, and she has all these people. So she's technically a mermaid. So where I come down on but the she's Emma Watson. thing <laughs> is this girl can sing. Like if they pick somebody who could not sing, I'd be more pissed about that. Like, cause the, Songs in Little Mermaid are what every little girl really liked. They didn't really care what Ariel looked like. Like they loved those songs. Mm -hmm. But and that's really what the story is about her voice being taken. So like if you can't sing but you're taking Which, one piece out of that because I would make the argument because then they make the, the remake for Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast is one of my favorite ones. I think that's a really good one. Belle is pretty iconic. We all know the costume. We know the blue and white dress and then we know the yellow dress. That's kind of her thing. When they casted Emma Watson, I was annoyed there. She can barely sing and she barely looks like the character. I'm like, how did you but, like? But, and see, then this is this is another thing that people bring up. I think they chose Emma Watson because she had the face recognition. The stardom, the, the star power. Yeah, she, she can't sing. <laughs> yeah, but she that's can't the detriment. Sing, but you can do a whole bunch in post to make her sound better. Mm. Yeah, that's true. But and you can't fix I her face. That's that's true. And but I think they also came to the point where they are now. It's like okay. Yeah, we really need somebody who can sing, or at least can sing a whole lot better than Emma Watson. But, so, but I make the argument: you have Disney, you have all the money, you could go anywhere and find somebody who can sing just as good, who looks like the character. And it's like it's one of those moments where I go: I think a lot of it's more. I don't like the arguments being thrown out there. I'm totally fine with them making the chick because I'm not going to go see it. It doesn't matter. It's uh, fine. Then I guess it's not made for me, whatever. Because if they were going to go for a shot for shot, try and make it as look as accurate, but just like more glossy and really cool, like live action, I would have been there because that's what I grew up with and that's what I wanted to see. I, it was kind of like more like an exercise in how true can we be to the thing that made this popular and then uh, go from there. But, like, no, people want representation, and that's cool. But it's like, don't sit here and go, well, I want it to be really accurate because I love the original so much. It's like, eh, you didn't really love the original. You liked the idea of it, but you didn't. Because right. if you if you loved Ariel, because that's... you didn't change a mermaid, you changed a character. A character that we all looked at when she was on a lunchbox or on a dress or something. You knew who that character was. You knew the movie she was from. That's what we grew up. That was the icon. That was. It's like if you took Black Panther and you know his costume looks completely different like you know it's it like does look different he doesn't have a fucking cape i'm so you're pissed so, about that you're so dumb there you could take a cape or take a cape off they've no. done it with spider-man he needs a cape. but but it's like i'm talking like like spider-man suit if you didn't start with the iconic red and blue or like him putting in a trashy one People would get really pissed off if he showed up in the night monkey one and then you never saw him in an <laughs> iconic spider-man suit yeah. you know what i yeah. mean 
you can do all the extra suit stuff because you established who he was and you did the iconic stuff and then you can move on but the fact that you're just changing it feels like you don't have a you don't have a standard you don't care well see this this is this is the the thing that you know actors really have an issue with Mm -hmm. um is they want to go in and audition for something no matter what the race or the ethnicity yep. is and be able to get it because they're the best person for that role. Mm-hmm. But until you have equal representation of black people, Hispanic people, Asian people, Native American people who mm-hmm. barely get anything, mm-hmm. then you're, you can't go, okay, you're the best person for this because forever, Black people, um, Native American people, Asian people, Asian people especially, Mm -hmm. had been played exclusively by white people and have been mocked in in a way. So until you have people feeling like they have been represented, Mm -hmm. people are always going to bitch and moan about, you know, this actor got this because they were the best person for it. Can I so, can I make the argument though? I think that's a lot of projecting lately. Not not necessarily from you, but I think from I, that I, argument. I, I feel like right now in the industry, we are completely missing the mark because mm-hmm. we're 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 doing it where it does not need to be done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Example: Doctor Who. There was no reason for that character mm-hmm. to be turned into a. Woman. So, with with all that said and stuff too, like. And I've talked to a lot of people about this. I talked to John about it and Miguel about it in the past too, um, and and other people is like, so with like Little Mermaid or a lot of times it's with a lot of comic book characters, but they do it with other characters too and other stuff, and it's basically they're they're tokenizing all these different characters. They're taking yeah. like traditionally white ones or or even traditionally Latin characters and just always just putting them into. Whatever um, race is going to hit home the most at that point in time for them. Like, I mean, they even took Bane and turned him into a British white guy or some shit. You know, he's supposed to be a luchador. I mean, but for that movie franchise, it made a little more sense for his character arc. I mean, he still didn't need to have the British accent. Still Gotta enjoy been, the memes. He still could have been freaking Mexican. He didn't have to have a weird accent, but... Um, so like the tokenization of all of it is like, you know, they're, they're just switching them out. And how I've always looked at it is you're basically taking a character we all know and love. Mm. And because you know, that movie or that character is going to bring in the tickets, bring in the seats, you switch them out to appease to these other people to make them feel like you are representing them. When in all honesty, you're basically saying, hey, you don't deserve your own original character or original story, but instead we're just giving you a, a re- rehash of something we know is already going to make money. Whereas, well, like, un, un, yeah. and I, I agree with that, but until the people with the money, right? until the people with the money see that this face whatever this face is, whatever color, ethnicity, whatever Mm -hmm. is going to, to bring them the money that they know another face is going to bring them. Right. They're not going to give somebody an original story. Now, see, I would say that, but even though, even though we know 
that an original story would make the money. Now, They're just not willing to take the risk on that. Right. Well, that's where you come in and write some good stories. But see, on the same time, is like <laughs> out here. the the entire like for and I'm gonna use the MCU right now, Marvel Universe. Like the entire MCU is built on a character that wasn't really like beloved or anything, and they went and they shot for that movie, Iron Man, to start out this thing. They 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 like basically were like, we're gonna try this and hope it works. And then it took forever, and then they did the Black Panther movie, which is basically Lion King to me, just live action. <laughs> uh, but, like, there's so many, like, actual black comic book characters that they could adapt instead of just keeping going with these other storylines. Or instead of, like, but taking see, Falcon and turning him into Captain is, America, you could adapt another... To be fair, he was another, in the comic books. He was in the comic he books. He was like in the comic books, thing. but... I, they could bring okay. in more characters of here, color here, in that here's way. Here's a deal. Here's a deal. I got to go. One, again, the reason why I said projecting a second ago is because I think – I understand that people want representation and they want to see it a lot. But there's so much media coming out now. And not only that, we've had a lot of good media in the past. I don't think people are seeking it. Like this whole nonsense about we've never had strong female characters. We've never had strong black characters. It's like Wesley Snipes started the Marvel run. Um, you have uh, – uh, Chatel, the guy from tw- Twelve Years or Later, Ten Years a Slave. He oh a, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. a he was a villain in um he was a villain in Serenity like 10, 12 years ago. Who's that? Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the guy who played uh, Mor- Mor- He's a uh, Mordo in uh, Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know how to say his yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? Uh, L four. He's also Scar in uh, Lion King. Um, and the new like, one. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, you have you have a lot of, uh, and uh, one of my favorites is Will Smith. Will Smith, iRobot, uh, Independence Day, Men in Black. I remember Men in Black was so not a thing when I was See, a kid though, until you saw it. I would say against like, that though, because a lot of people always say Will Smith. Will Smith. Even his wife said, "You know, there's more than but you get Will to, Smith but as you get a to black take actor." That, but, <laughs> but you think that's fair to take that away from him because he was iconic and he was a good fucking actor? Right. Like, that just seems kind of shitty. And especially because it's like, again. That's the thing, though, I, is that's the big problem is people try and take away from those actors because they've like, done mainstream stuff or big but things. But that's why and I'm saying known. I think audiences are very superficial now with that kind of yeah. stuff. I want it to be good. I don't care about representation because I want it to be good. Men in Black was not good because Will Smith was black. Will Smith was the everyman. That was the point of him in that story. He was supposed to be the everyman who comes from, you know, he doesn't know about aliens. He doesn't know about all this stuff. He comes in and I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to feel represented from him because I'm a Luddite when it comes to aliens, right? Or am I crazy? No, what you're saying is where we should strive to be. Mm -hmm. Right? We should strive (laughs) to the point where we just want good stories. Like I yeah. watch, I watch Korean shows. I watch mm-hmm. Spanish shows on mute, and I because <laughs> I can't speak Spanish, and I just watch. watch okay. I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't know what that. He means. said, "What? <laughs> tell it, dude. Tell a novella. <laughs> tell a novella on NBC with Eva Lagoria was one of the quickest things that, that got canceled. That is nonsense. Show. I love that show. Great show. God, I but, love that show. The the thing is. Like, that's where we strive to be. That's where we should be at, mm-hmm. is you're just telling really great fucking stories where it doesn't matter who is playing what, mm-hmm. but 
and and I I, I feel bad about saying this, kind of, sort of, because <laughs> we're really not there yet because people have not had representation. And forget about black people mm. because there are a lot of there's other so many cultures that out there that don't had any type of representation yeah. mm. at all. I would yeah. love to see a great show with some Native American people. That we have some really great Native American actors. Just wait till they do Pocahontas do. and screw it up. They already did. It's called Avatar. <laughs> um. <laughs> so until you get to the point, and I would re- I would rather see original stories, but because we're in this Me Too diversity mm-hmm. movement thing networks and studios are like okay yeah i see what's going on socially now so let's let's put something together mm-hmm. where we can do this and we'll we'll see how that goes before we even think about giving somebody their own show mm-hmm. um yeah. or anything like that because that's all we as humans really want we just really want good stories mm-hmm. we Which... come from a, a society where stories are everything and so we don't care but people who got money they care so until they are no longer in power until people with more sense are in power it's just gonna be how it's gonna be so but don't you think we should put the responsibility on the audience to not be so superficial because i love because i do love the fact that you talk about uh story because people kind of forget like stories were before the written word and somehow those yes. stories mm. still exist before you could actually write them down and i think yeah. i think that's the part people forget like these things are these these stories are way more important than people will ever give them credit for they're like no they're supposed to be entertainment turn your brain off blah 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 and it's like you don't like how many people got how many real lives and history has been changed because a sequence of movies came out Original trilogy. How much People, technology has advanced because of shit they put in Star, Star Trek, Trek or even uh, Terminator? Yeah. Or um, how many people became historians or uh, went off and did archaeology stuff because of Indiana Jones mm-hmm. because they wanted to be cool? Um, yeah. I, I, you know, it's I, I don't know. Like People are building real Iron Man suits out there because Iron Man was cool and it was told well and it stands the test of 10 years. It's like, imagine if that movie would have bombed. Like, you know, it's... You know, it would have just somebody would have just said, "Well, it wasn't adapted right," or the comic sucked. It's like, no, right. like maybe they just didn't write it good. Anything can be good. It's just we're not holding it to a standard. Mm-hmm. That's not. So, <laughs> Anything can be good. There, there are. Yeah. Stories I'm, I'm that... editing. Sorry, I forgot to mute my mic. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I guess if you put a good writer, I mean, couldn't it be good? It's just necessarily maybe just you subjectively don't like the story being told. Could that be? Because I don't like no. slasher films. I don't like slasher films. I wouldn't necessarily call them. I no, wouldn't no. call them bad because I don't like them. No, 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 no. So no, just they're... curious. I'm just asking. So, like Sorry. stories. No. You yeah. mean, Melissa? Like, because you're saying there are stories that could be bad, just, just horrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which there, there I are. Mean, just like... I agree Thanks with killing. <laughs> There, there are some things that no matter, and I'm trying to think of a, a show right now. Um, no, that's just how about, answer. um, okay. So not necessarily bad storytelling, but bad, uh, use of your social justice things that you are trying to use as undertones I, and stuff. I think that's really, 
I think that's kind of pigeonholing. I think we're talking like on a. Even so you're more just broad talking basis, a broad like a subject, story tone. Like maybe a subject okay. doesn't can't be played right. Doesn't matter what it is, it can't be written mm. well. I guess. And I don't know if that can necessarily be true. Just because I don't like the subject matter doesn't mean it can't be constructed so, well. Oh, uh, crap. It's there hard. That's a, a hard example to find. Because, I mean, like. There, there is a, and I can't say the name of the book because I might be writing the script for it <laughs> and I should be saying this. <laughs> but, but so, like, I have, okay, I have read some, some books. Mm-hmm. And they take place maybe past, present, future or different different timelines. Mm-hmm. Different timelines are really hard to do. Just hard stories to tell. Mm-hmm. And I feel like some stories like that should just not be messed with. When you say and timeline, saying, are you talking time period or like like uh, like time travel, like back to the future timeline type stuff? How do you how do you mean? Or alternate time like alternate reality type like thing. multiverse stuff like which... Are more more alternate well not alternate re- realities i'm trying to say something without saying it so <laughs> yeah I feel, you, I, feel you, I feel you that's why i'm trying to help qualify at the same time just in case so we can make sure it's not so... and let's we can cut it too reality. we can cut it too if you want to let's say let's, let's say different realities okay. okay so like so like maybe you have a author who's writing a a script and his script is a reality and his world where he's writing the script is a reality mm-hmm. but maybe in his reality there's he's hallucinating like an inception so type of thing what was that johnny depp so, one the secret window isn't that almost exactly the same thing yeah no there was a, a movie that will ferrell did where he typed something up and then uh, it would happen. Stranger Than Life or something like that? I don't remember. I think it was something title. like that. I just remember he was in. <laughs> Stranger Than Fiction. <laughs> I think it was Stranger Than Fiction. I think I, I will so look there, that up. There, there, when you get into different realities like that, it can be... Some stories like that shouldn't be told. Mm. Uh, don't you think that's a subjective thing to say though? Because some people would actually find that to be really like you might have to think a little differently, maybe get something from it. It doesn't. I'm, I'm so because it could be constructed well, yeah. just because it maybe so, hasn't yet. Just maybe the right writer hasn't gotten to it. it okay, so this is something uh, I it's was. It's super uh, vague. It's hard. It's hard to actually have a definitive answer because yeah, it is a vague. Let, thing. Let's just cut this whole conversation. <laughs> out. No sense at all. Gotcha. <laughs> And we're gonna go put There's it in another a... timeline, and we're gonna put it in an alternate universe, <laughs> and we'll let it, and we'll let it grow from there. No, no, well, no, no, I people, totally feel you. People always talked about um, that book, uh, Catch Twenty Two, mm. and they, and Hulu actually has a series out on that book, and they, you know, people always love that. I mean, the title of the book became part of our vernacular. You know, mm-hmm. we actually, if I tell you yeah, that's catch 22, you know exactly what it is. What are they called? Those that's are, what the book is based on. Those are so they always right? wanted to do a movie or a TV show or something, and they couldn't figure out how to do it. And now they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Now, I've only, I haven't finished watching the show, but it seems pretty good. So, you know, hmm. so I, I don't know about, you know, it, it depends how you want to portray the story, but there's different ways to go about doing things. So, well, so th- this is probably what I would say to that. I think there are some stories that only belong in one medium. They don't need to be adapted oh. to a different medium. 
I, I can I, I can deal with that. Maybe I can baby. Yeah. Well, that. and talking about stories, um, when uh, when I was first got the business, I was kind of afraid to talk to uh, you know in front of a crowd, you know, just like a normal thing, and try and express myself better and everything. So I joined this thing called Toastmasters. And so Love they it. teach you how to talk in front of people and they give you different exercises and different points, how you can, you know, um, like say it's, it's a business meeting. So how you would project your voice and all of that kind of stuff. And it's all about speaking. Well, in there you have, uh, there's like another offshoot is called uh, storytellers. And it just like amazed me because I tell people, yeah, I'm going to Toastmasters. Like, you're going to listen to people talk for like an hour and a half. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. If you do it right, you can tell the story. And it's like you're hanging on their every word. It's like, you know, Netflix bought TED Talks, right? Like, come on. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's that's where, you know, I always tend to go more with, with the story. You know, if it's a good story, I, I really don't care what color the actors are or where they're from or you know honestly none of that should matter period it, it really yeah, just shouldn't I mean, matter yeah. unless it's like you're dealing with like like in mulan if they casted some white chick to play mulan it'd be like okay what's up are you guys stupid yeah, like, this is she's China. not asian at all <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it, it would yeah. be like that even like the voice actor from mulan back in the day it was the same actress who plays melinda may in agents of shield so yes love her and, you know, at least they, they yes. were good at doing that. It's, you know, I just hope at they the end of the day, it's stories Mushu. about it's human beings. And so, yeah, should hey, appeal to every human. So, like, this, the whole diversity thing and all that, that's more on us as, as, as people. We have, we don't look at ourselves as human beings. We look at ourselves as, I'm this race, mm -hmm. I'm this ethnicity i'm this gender i'm this i'm that and we tend to surround ourselves with people who have that same identity yeah and when you do that it's easy to be like yeah that group over there is stupid or this or that instead of being like okay we're all on this earth together if something mm -hmm. happens to this earth it happens to all of us I think it's a perspective so, thing. I mean, cause like, like I said, I think it's, and, and this is where, this is where it's like, this is where the internet will scream at me. Cause luckily this is also why I told Michael, like when I, when we first started this, I go, no, we're not doing face cam because you already inherently without even trying, you alienate some of your audience because some people are like that. They'll see you and you know me, I'm Hispanic. Nobody would ever know because I don't go out in the sun and I'm bald <laughs> and my German, my German shows. So, mm -hmm. like, if they look at me, I'm just a bald, regular, I'm just a bald white dude. Hi. And, um, you know, so. Except he knows less Spanish probably than my kids, so. <laughs> this is probably 100% true. Um, and uh, because of that, um, already anything that comes out of my mouth is already being dissected or not even listened to just inherently because of it. And I think it's a perspective thing because I grew up on army bases most of my life because of my dad. So I've had diversity in my life. I've had you know, Mexican, black, white, Asian friends since I was a kid. So again, maybe I just don't think about it because it's not necessarily something I worry about in the forefront of my mind, but I can totally understand growing up and getting really sick of watching 
all your Disney animated stuff looking like white people. And then, of course, then Princess and the Frog comes out. And it's not only that oh, we got our first black princess, but we got it in a shitty movie that feels a little subconsciously racist. Yeah. And sometimes went at the forefront. Really I, racist. Overtly racist. Yeah. <laughs> was, like, fuck the lightning bug. Are you kidding me right now? Like, squish him. Five minutes in, please. Jesus. <laughs> like, so like, well, I, I'm been... kind of on the same path with you want to go? Go. Yes. Yes. It's I been, like how you raised your hand as if oh. we're in class. It's adorable. <laughs> well, I started waving goodbye, and then I was just gonna kind of. Oh, all right, you got that <laughs> My one. own transition, you know. <laughs> so it was nice talking to you guys. Nice meeting you. Yeah, thank uh, you. Miguel's gotta wonder- get to work. Boo. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> well, as you can see, I've been you guys actually watching me edit while I was doing. It. So. <laughs> all right, man. So that's how goofy I look when I'm normally. <laughs> Well, we hope it's not the last time we hear from you. Thank you for uh, keeping our diversity numbers up so people take us seriously for about two seconds. <laughs> I hope well, you feel represented, Miguel, to the best yes. of our ability. Wherever I go, I represent. Yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, boy. But I do. That's it. All right. You guys have a wonderful right, day. Later, Miguel. You too. Take care. All right. Thank Bye-bye. All right. So... I want to jump on the side back end of you too, John, um, where you were talking about like your, your background and shit like that with, with cultures and stuff. Like for me, I, and this might sound like I was, uh, uh, sheltered or some shit, but I was, I was raised around every different kind of race, like even Lebanese and shit like that. in, in the city I grew up in, and I never really saw racism, as hard as I have until I turned about 19, which is crazy for someone who hung around everybody of every kind of race. I never really saw it. Um, Mm -hmm. Even when we would get pulled over by cops and shit, like I never really saw that shit. And I was hanging out with my black friends or my Mexican friends and all that stuff. And so I never really grasped it until I was basically an adult as to like, oh, because then I started seeing like mannerisms other people were doing around certain cultures and shit like that. And to see it be like such a big thing now in media, because I never, you, you, there were undertones in the shit when you're younger, but you don't catch every single little thing. Mm-hmm. And as being somebody who was with such a diverse culture of people, I mean, even in, when I went to West Virginia, I was around just a bunch of hippie guys, you know? So mm-hmm. it, I was even around stoners of, of, all descents religious people everything republicans democrats all that bullshit so i got everything which probably fucked my personality up to the point where i'm just like i have everything in me and it kind of makes me (laughs) stupid but so yeah i when i see the media nowadays like so forced down our throats it's like i don't understand it and and that's why I attribute the whole, like, the tokenization to a lot of the characters. And then, of course, the pandering crap that Hollywood is always going to do. Um, if even after, like, this phase of, like, it seems like they're in high school. Like, they go through phases, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're going through their, their race and um, uh, sexuality and gender phase right now. And once they're done with that, then they'll go back to, like, Oh, maybe we should actually market this for kids since these are kids movies. These are kids stories in the in Disney's uh, perspective. Anyways, so my problem problem becomes, again, it's like if you're going to use that mentality, at what point are you just being an asshole no matter what? You know, it's like when you open yourself up for that. I'd rather you be an asshole no matter what. No matter what. That's why I love love South Park. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yes, thank you. I mean, it's just clear across the board mm. that they don't care yep. and they go after everybody. Yeah, because I go. I appreciate that more. That's than what you should do. You shouldn't yeah. focus on yeah. one group. You go after yeah. everyone if you're going to do it. Why the fuck because not? It, because it, it removes your integrity. It removes any weight that you have to say if you're not willing yeah. to say it about yourself or anybody else. It's like, why bother? Like, I don't care about your opinion if you're going to change it based on the room you're standing in. Yeah. It just seems really disingenuous. And like, cause I would make the argument now it's like with, um, yeah. Okay, fine. We're doing race bending. That's cool. At what point, uh, do people hate getting old and every storyline when you're about being old is recapturing your youth? Why don't we have older characters in cartoons that we care about? Like, why isn't Disney moving older people? They is have, that a thing? Were, did they do up or no? But that was a while ago. That was Pixar. Yeah. Oh, that was okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. Disney Pixar. Yeah. 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 But I'm saying, but like there, there's one movie you're thinking about. Right. Like that's, that's <laughs> the only one I can think. Of. You know what I mean? Um, but but again, it's like where I where I talk about this stuff, it's like I hate the fact that we talk about it because it shouldn't be the talk. It should be something that can stand. This story should stand the test of time, no matter who the actor is. And mm. that's because they don't care about writing for it. They care about the marketing portion of it. Think about Looney Tunes, because I loved how you talked about how like um, you can recon like the subtext. You can watch Looney Tunes as a four-year-old and go, oh, ha, ha, dynamite, Roadrunner's a jerk, blah, 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 blah. You go back and watch that stuff now, there's so much more stuff that's been recontextualized yep. because you've learned things you understand. I mean, who thought we'd grow up and know what Mussolini was or, like, certain, like, Broadway songs <laughs> or Sweeney Todd because, you know, Bugs yeah. Bunny's doing stuff with Elmer Fudd. I knew all this stuff subconsciously without even knowing it. So someday I saw Sweeney Todd. I'm like, oh, no way. Right now, granted, you get some really bad stuff like Dumbo, where you have some really racist ass crows and like some really crazy stuff going on. Yeah, but you also have LSD trips that, like, <laughs> you know, that was going on LSD drug testing back in the day. Um, Albert Einstein references, like, do Animaniacs mean, shit, just... did all that shit too, like hardcore. Yeah, and they did yeah. it more openly too. So it's like you didn't have to really think hard if you were an adult watching that shit. Yeah. And, and, and I think the problem is, is again, people don't look at mm. it as like, it's social commentary. The, the writers who are writing these things grew up in these times or are writing about those times because what do they always say about a good writer? Mm. You write about what you know. You know. That's what yeah. you do. Yeah. And so I, I don't know. I just, I guess I, I guess I will always go back to, um, I just want something good. I just want to, I want to watch it and take some, like into the spider verse. Like it made, it made me like cartoons again. Uh, mm. Greatest Showman made me like movies again, and then like the argument is, well, it's a, it's, well, you know, P.T. Barnum's a jerk, and this is a misrepresentation of who. I'm like, I'm sorry, he never bothered me. I never went back there. I don't know who he is. This isn't a biopic. <laughs> this is a musical. Right. Um, so I love this movie. I think it's great. Now, if they made like a biopic of him or like a documentary of him, and they painted him as this great guy, then yeah, this is completely off base. It's propaganda. This is wrong. It would have been like when um. Uh, dude from High School Musical played, uh, was it Dahmer? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Like I exactly. watched that movie, and like so, the director who directed that also directed the documentary that's on Netflix too. Okay. And so they like actually use like real footage from that time to show like his court shit and stuff, which okay, is kind of cool. cool. They mix it in, but like you could tell this guy was obsessed with Dahmer by the way he directed the movie, because it's not till the end of the movie that you see Dahmer as, like, uh, a force to not be reckoned with. Like, somebody's scary. Like, everything else is just romanticizes him for everything he do does. 
in his life, which, which I, you could say oh. that's a good storytelling because you don't ever find out like Dahmer never actually openly admitted to anything. So it could be good storytelling, but at the same time, it's like, I should not feel like, is this guy not guilty for real? Like, at the end of the movie, you know? But I, I would argue good star- storytelling makes you ask those questions. Because that yeah. was the whole point of the serial killer. It's like, sometimes a lot of people have, especially movies, like, they paint these serial killers and stuff as these, like, demonic-looking people who are really deranged or... You know, you can see it in their eyes when they come. No, a lot of people tend to be They're really charming. Uh, or like, you know, what's the number one thing when somebody sees their wife get murdered and there's something it's like the neighbors go, oh, my gosh, I never like you just seem like such. It's like I, I think it's important to have these things represented because they really happen. Right. And if you if you're if you're willing to make the rest of the world naive to these things, that's really dangerous, I think, for for uh, critical thinking and, and uh, you know, the the evolution of uh, of. I don't know, just society in itself. If you're not willing to take a look at stuff, you have people uh, believing that the Holocaust doesn't exist. Can, that the can they do flat. a biopic you know I mean? on Weinstein already? Like, <laughs> They'll probably get there, I'm sure. They, they just need to do a biopic they, on him just have, to get it over with. They have a, a movie coming out about him. Do they? Yeah, uh, it's actually in the works. Mm. Well, I mean, But, I mean, that's another... That's another tale as old as time. Sorry to yeah. steal that. From We've seen the, that before. It's just not with like somebody yeah. publicly known. Like usually, yeah. they make yeah. up characters yeah. Yeah. for the movie. Yeah. Um, Watch his name's gonna be a producer credit on it. Yeah. Well, because then, because then uh, we also did we also did get into the talk, Michael, about like where does the insanity stop with the casting portion of it? Yeah. Not even just the, like, what are we going to make the characters look like? But now we're having issues of that. Um, people are mad because we're going to have a transgender character in the movie, but not being played by an actually transgender yeah. person, which I was talking. I wish Miguel was still here. Cause I was talking to him yesterday about this um, in person. Oh, because they have that whole scar Joe stuff that went on where she had to drop out of the role because everyone was complaining about you know she's not transgender she shouldn't play a transgender character we need a transgender actor to do it like one how many openly transgender people are there in hollywood that would say that and Mm -hmm. two are they good enough to play that role like it's not about your sexual like uh neil patrick harris played a straight guy on tv for years and no one no straight guy you believe right no straight guy coalition (laughs) came out saying oh we shouldn't have a straight guy por- or a gay guy portraying a straight guy on TV. No, it's mm-hmm. stupid. Like they're actors; they're paid to portray something that they're not in real life. It's like I told John and Miguel yesterday. I, th- I think I told you. Like, if we're gonna go that route, then every serial killer movie should cast a real serial killer to play the serial killer. It's a strategy, but it's I get it, it's it's hy- I get like, it that it's hyperbolic, it. but I mean, wh- yeah. I mean, honestly, that's the road you go to, and it's like. And like I hate they, and I hate they did do that, though, on Supergirl. They have a transgender superhero character on there mm-hmm. and they casted a real transgender girl. I don't remember if it's like if they were a boy, and another girl. I'm not. But sure I would never works, know that in real life girl. unless I looked. It wouldn't right. matter. Like I so looked it like, up because I was like, well, I wonder if this actor is because I know the, how this show works. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I looked it up and like, yeah, it's, it's like a really famous person from like, I don't know youtube or some shit that they casted into the role which but they actually can play the character it's like you're not gonna always get that so mm-hmm. it's, it's one of those toss-ups where people are like well and it, 
I was going to bring this up too because it's not always about race, but gender or sexuality as well. It's like we had um, Eddie Redmayne played the Danish girl. He's not trained. Who should have been the doctor, by the way? God, or, what a miss! Um, After I saw him in Fantastic Beasts, Jared, I go, "This movie's trash," but he would have been one of the best doctors <laughs> ever. Dude, Jared, Jared Leto even played a transgender person in the <laughs> Dallas Buyers Club, I think it was. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, so now we're just gonna bitch because <laughs> it's a little uh, pretty white girl that's doing it now. It, yeah, I I feel like as far as gender is concerned. It's not necessarily gender, but this, sexuality, this, too. I mean, gender and sexuality. And this, this is where it gets tricky because I mm-hmm. feel more like you do in this regard that we don't really have that many transgender actors. Especially they're open mm-hmm. about they're being open. transgender. Yeah. So it's, it's, hard, it's a bit hard. It, I mean... You can't. You can go outside in Hollywood on any street and be able to find ten actors who are almost any race. That'll fit whatever you need them to fit. Really, That'll fit. Yeah. But like, as far as when you come into gender and sexual and sexuality, shouldn't play any part in it at all. Right. Because that's just that's just the dumbest thing. I, I get and they the do it all the time. They do. The f- I get the gender argument, but but I will stand up for one role that they did cast based on sexuality was Ruby Rose as Batgirl or Batwoman, who is a gay character and she's gay in real life. But then people still tried to give her shit because they were like, "Well, she's not really gay in real life." I'm like, "Yes, she is. She is totally is, and she's good for the part." I thought that was such a great casting. Right. I still don't get that. I still don't get why people are giving her shit about it. I I thought so she was great. She's not I, a solid I actress, but like it's the CW casting. But I think you you guys are talking about what's on the CW, yeah. right? Or coming out? Yeah, it's gonna be yeah, out this year. It, it looks gonna like it's gonna be bad based on the trailer mm-hmm. they dropped. Yeah, but I think it's because of the bad. It's gonna be bad writing. It's As, gonna be all of that SJW yeah. Supergirl. Yeah. I bad hope dialogue. it's not like Supergirl because Supergirl pushes way too many agendas in one episode let alone this season <laughs> like you have like your gay stuff your your race stuff your politic like they had the episode in there where they had signs saying make earth human again i'm like motherfucker like how I am mean, i not so supposed like, to know what that, that is that that went with the the storyline but did, it's so on the but nose it's still but like come on it's so on the nose it it was and I don't mind on-the-nose storytelling, but it has to be done right. There's a way to do They could have done that a lot more subtly than just, like... Aliens go you know. home. Yeah. Aliens yeah. go home. Like, the, when yeah, they, mutants they, they, go they, home from they, X-Men. They could, they could have, but it, at least... And I'm not going to give them credit for too much, because <laughs> when that show first came out and it was on CBS, me and my niece watched it <sighs> just to talk about it. Yeah. So I got hooked in because I'm like, I watched it because I was like, I need to watch it for the crossover episodes of all those shit. And then it's like, I actually like like the the characters in the show, like Martian Manhunter. I like Brainy and all that stuff. It's like, but I don't want to see all this other shit. But I'm like, I have to watch it because I want to see where these characters go. Yeah, see, you you (laughs) stuck in a lot longer than me. I was just like, you know what? I will just watch 
that particular crossover. Yeah, right. From that show, and then everything else is just. If I have to, I'll just go on the internet. And see, and like the last wrong. crossover, they did an episode with her. And it had, like, Superman and Lois Lane in that crossover episode. It was the last one this past year. And mm-hmm. so I, I was like, oh, shit, um, I should watch that season. It was this last season. So I watched the whole season to see where they brought those guys in. They weren't even in the season. They were just in that episode. I was like, this makes no sense <laughs> for the story. What is They got you. Yeah. I was like, come on. I was like, I wanted to see Superman in here. Yeah. <sighs> see, I guess. Yeah. And, I got, and I guess to go I mean, I guess we're going to go back with all that and, like, casting and stuff. I just kind of go – I don't like this cherry-picking nonsense of casting. Like, it's good that we changed them this time, but for some reason it doesn't work this time. And the only reason it didn't work this time was because, well, I didn't like it. And mm-hmm. it's like yeah. – because when we start doing it in that superficial way, obviously we're going to piss off a bunch of people. That doesn't matter. But at the end of the day, if the movie was good – that nonsense would disappear. Yeah. I, I honestly would. And I, and I think people, because people go off to the next thing to be pissed about instantaneously. Yeah. And if the movie, was, like, say The Lion King comes out, right? We didn't change any. We didn't, all the songs were in there. It looked like the cartoon. It was fine. We had Beyonce. They didn't give her some extra song that sucked. And, <laughs> and um, you know, because they gave Simba an extra song on the Broadway one, and it was great. Anyway. Um, but imagine, you know, if the movie would have looked as good and captured the nostalgia you actually wanted and the movie was actually really sound, Mm -hmm. we wouldn't be talking about all this stuff. We would just be talking about how good the movie is, how well they made the characters look and like the actors were good. It's like, no, all the, all the characters were bland. And because of that, it seemed like all the voice acting was bland. And because of that, now we get to keep it in the news for superficial crap. And it's just like, if it would have just been good. You definitely, if you're gonna... I feel like if you're going to change something, then you just got to dive into Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Lean into it really hard and just go for it versus, like you said, just picking this one character so we can build controversy. So it's it's out there. People are talking about it. And that's really all they care about is people talking about it. And can I talking about it and can i can i uh put the tinfoil hat on and like black helicopters for a minute just for the sake of fun um do you think like disney is banking on that kind of stuff right now because i mean think about it absolutely because like think about it like we got we got obviously the race wars where it's like well i'm just not gonna go see it because i'm bitching about it and you're gonna call me race not you like in general like the internet they'll call (laughs) me racist because it's all you don't want to go it's like no, but okay, you do you. And they go, well, because of that, I need to make up for you. I'm going to go nine times with my kids so we could, we keep getting it. But then you also I mean, have all well, the, and then you have the YouTube people who have to get there and make their critique movie. So it's like, you got to get all these people mad because they'll talk about it more and it's free press. And yeah. you know, even yeah. the people, even the yeah. people who hate it are going to go buy two tickets. Cause if they're going to review it, they got to know what they're reviewing. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like uh, it's funny. Me and my brother had this conversation the other day. It's like, um, especially with Ariel, or it, not just Ariel, anything. Black people are super loyal. Mm-hmm. Like, if there is a black character in anything, whether we like it or not, we're gonna show up to support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now. That's why Tyler say, Perry still does movies. <laughs> you, you're stupid. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like, like for me, um, I'm probably not gonna go see it. 
but say there's somebody like me who probably wasn't going to see it mm. but then they hear all this stuff people talking about ariel should be black why shouldn't ariel be black she's a mermaid mermaids can be any color yeah i gotta go see it now so it's like all the black people who weren't gonna see it because they didn't give a shit mm-hmm. are gonna go see it now <laughs> right so I, like, and then they're gonna be like, too afraid to say I, if it's bad or not either way i mean and then like for i hate it when like you you get these movies that should be like really great because of like cast mm-hmm. but and you have all this hype surrounding it, mm-hmm. and then you go see it, and you're like, mm, it wasn't as good. Like, for instance, with us, mm. I just knew yeah. that was going to be great. I still have not seen bad. it. Is it really good? It's good. It's, it's not, not Get Out, though. It is not it's Get not, Out. And see, I had problems with Get Out, too. Mm-hmm. Get Out I, has I some problems. It. but I loved it, but yeah. it did not live up to the hype. No. Yeah. That surrounded it and mm-hmm. neither does us but us is really great it's I'm not great it's really good the but the great part is the last 10 minutes okay last it 10 minutes that, like me, a lot of things are like the last few minutes are like the best yeah. things it's like yeah i wasted an hour and 30 minutes in the studio or in this right. uh movie theater man the theater. come on because like yeah I, you want like the whole time it was great right. i was on the edge of my seat i didn't know what to do and then the last 10 minutes made every was even better than everything else See, i already watched I, See, I when i watched iron fist i did the same thing like i watched those last four minutes and i was like i i didn't think it made everything else better i was like why the fuck wasn't the season this good yes, good the yes. whole way like this <laughs> Like, it's yeah. like it, it pissed you off because you proved it's like you could do it. You just right. didn't. It was just like, oh, yeah. we have a couple grand left. Just throw it at the last, you know, couple yeah, minutes. Um, <laughs> no, I love I love the idea of the hype train because um, there was a movie that came out a few years ago that had an awesome trailer and I wanted to see it so bad. And then the hype train came out. So I felt like I couldn't. I couldn't believe anything anybody was saying, good or bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? I really, really wanted to see Crazy Rich Asians. It looks it awesome. Looks awesome. It's awesome. See, it's awesome. And see, now I'm going to watch it, but it's like one of those moments where I was like, oh, I wish I would have went to the theater to see it, but it's like I'm not dropping 10 bucks or whatever to go. Because, it is, you know. It was so much. I'm trying to think if it actually lived up to the hype because I, I waited to see that a while too. So I'm not sure. Cause I don't, I don't really remember, yeah. but I, I did get the chance to see it in a theater, and I was like, yes, see? this is the Asian movie that I've always wanted to see. So like, um, it was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed I'm it. gonna, I'm definitely gonna check it out. Cause now that the hype is kind of dissipated, cause award season's over and all that so stuff, so with I can make a real opinion. With um, like how you're going on though, like you know about the hype shit. It can also be I, what I feel is bad for the actors. I feel bad for some of these actors that are being forced into these like tokenized roles. Um, they're like like Zendaya as MJ. Like they threw the MJ on her name. She's not actually Mary Jane, but she still got so much shit for yeah. it. And I feel so bad for her because it's like the studios just wanted to push an agenda with her character when it's like 
you could have made her somebody completely original or like there's so many other characters or just kept her name you didn't have to call her mj you could have called her michelle because like doing that they knew it was going to spark something between like everybody like oh especially the massive like comic book fans that really hold dear to that stuff and that's the one thing like i feel that disney knows they can always get somebody with like their Marvel shit or their Star Wars shit, because they own all these big franchises now. Yeah. I mean, God knows what they're gonna do. They're like Predators and Aliens. Not that they've been good lately, anyways. But still, <laughs> like yeah, watch have, that last Predator movie that killed the franchise. Yeah, they have big, like big all way. these great franchises now, and it's like, what are they gonna do? They should sell them off to like other other brands to do shit. Good creative people, yeah. Um, like give them to Sony or well Universal, not Sony. Well, and I do, and I do think that's a detriment. Like, cause again, it's like you get to that point where it's like, I don't like this idea of that we're not trying to be equal anymore. Everybody just wants to take away from each other, and I hate that. Like, what what do you mean trying to be equal anymore? Um, cause you know, like the same people who are really happy about race changing a lot of certain characters and iconic roles and stuff are the same people who got pissed about whitewashing 10 years ago. You know what I mean? So again, that's where, that's where the the same people that bitched about ScarJo saying she could play any character. doesn't matter the color of her skin. Yeah. But there, (laughs) but you know, there is a fine line, but there is a fine line between, between being underrepresented and getting kind of somebody else's character. I don't know. It just seems strange. Cause again, it's like, I, I, you know, because then you get into even more stupid questions, because like, I even brought this up to Michael, and I think, Melissa, you'd be much better to talk about. Is this a stupid argument to think, especially within the black community, how far until we get into the talk, like, we're doing Black Panther, right? It takes place in Africa, but you get somebody, they establish kind of in the area where the Wakandans are, and T'Challa's miscast because they got Trevor Noah. He's more South African than he is in the middle, and now are we... Now are we starting to dissect too much? Bro, or that would make it so work? much funnier, though. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I know that was a hyperbolic I, thing, but I, I'm just I, curious. I, I think because of the characters, and I cannot remember his name, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think because of the characters he played before that, mm-hmm. nobody was upset that he played Black Panther. Because, because he knew he, he could was, act. And he can do the accent no, and I everything mean, not else. Just, not just that. He played, um, oh my goodness. He played James Brown. Um, he played uh, the guy, uh, 42. Um, oh my goodness. Jackie Robinson. The baseball player. Jackie yes. Robinson. That was him, yes. wasn't it? So, oh my God. Yes. That movie's great. That movie's Chad, awesome. Because of the people he played before, there was, there was no question that he could handle what black panther was like he was already holding the torch kind of and i i wouldn't have been mad if they had picked an uh someone who is from any african country Mm -hmm. to play black black panther i think i think it's it's funny he's playing you you could really split hairs with that yeah but i think because of who he was Mm -hmm. people were okay with it now if you had had uh, Will Smith. <laughs> Will Smith. You're stupid. Play that. People would have been. Martin Lawrence. God, oh, God, oh, that would have made it even had, funnier. Even if Ooh. you had got, even if you had got someone like Idris Elba, and I think Idris Elba is a great character and can play. I can anything, see him playing his dad. Got, 
Yeah, you could play this but dad. I think if, even if you did that, people would have had a lot of problems yeah. with it. But it's just Chadwick had played a lot of iconic people, so they were like mm. they felt comfortable mm. with him playing Black Panther. Yeah, but see, I wouldn't even uh, attribute like like where he's from. Like, I wouldn't care if it's a South African person playing Black Panther or not, because we have a British actor playing Spider Man. Well, I'm just getting, yeah. you know, well, I'm getting to the point. Matter. When are we gonna like, when are we gonna start splitting hairs? Like, I, I'm just curious about how close we are. Like, it's just a topic for like it's a eventually thing, just so I, people hear it. You know what I mean? I feel like we're 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 really there already, <laughs> right? Yeah, and it's and it's worrisome. And it, like, it, it just depends on which way the wind is yeah. blowing and and how much you already dislike or whatever your prejudice <laughs> is against yeah. that yeah. particular particular actor because and it's also the or even the franchise story and all i would that argue stuff. the franchise yeah. too because like i'll yeah. totally piggyback on to because i think this might this might actually defend your point and make me look like an asshole at the same time um always like because i because i really care because i really care about comic books like in certain comic book characters but yeah certain liberties can be because zendaya is an incredible character in the i actually enjoy her a lot am i annoyed that they gave her the mj title yes absolutely because i really do want the the ginger redhead icon to come in and go, you know, go get him tiger at some point. Do, am I cool with Tom Holland ending up with him? This MJ? Sure. Why not? I don't care. It works. Cause I, I was telling Michael at some point you have to adapt the comic for, for the first movie to set the tone and give us what we're going to do with our storyline and try and be accurate for the most part. But at a certain point, the MCU becomes its own timeline. Like you have to, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't need to see uncle Ben die a thousand times again because He's already been established in the universe, so we just needed him to be introduced to the other characters, not be introduced as Spider-Man, right. but be introduced as Spider-Man to the other characters in the thing, in my opinion. Like, so we now, didn't need to see Spider-Man be bit by a spider again either. Or yeah, all yeah. That we don't need crap. all that. We don't need we all just that just, shit. We Even assumed though, we've already had all that happen because yeah, we know the story. And that was, like, a complaint that people had online about the first one. I was like, we don't need it. He legit Which told they, Tony Stark, I got bit by some spider. Which is which is hard <laughs> that, because now, easy. because now it's it's sad because at what point do you get to take it away from the people who did care, who grew up with it, read every comic, did all this stuff? Because like with me, we keep saying Idris Elba, and all I can think is I would have loved to see him as uh, James Bond. I would have absolutely mm. watched the shit out of that. You know what I'm saying? But like again, it's because maybe I didn't care as much. Like because I grew up with like well, Sean Connery okay. and Pierce Brosnan and all that. But you know, but but you could argue. People would be beloved to James Bond being a certain aesthetic because he's a British white dude in the M versus the doctor always being a man. And then at what point, how so, like, you know what I mean? The only thing that was ever established really about James Bond is he was a British dude. He was a British spy. Mm-hmm. So he just needs to be British for me. I have watched every single James Bond movie yep. and each of those people bring something different to the mm-hmm. character, mm-hmm. but Sean Connery and Pierce Bronson were the, the best. best James Bonds ever. And people name other people, but they weren't really great. They, they weren't the suave, mm-hmm. cool spies. Roger, Roger Moore, like uh, those guys were like campy. I was like, it was yeah, fun, but I like. James, James Bond is the spy who can get any woman. Like, that's who James Bond is. Yep. And 
and people are trying to change that character because of the era in which we live in, mm-hmm. you can still have a, a character so, who can get any woman that, but, and it shouldn't, and it's not necessarily sexist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a misogynistic way of doing it. Yeah. Cause I mean, you look at how they, they, they do movies with like Chris Hemsworth and the girls like swoon over him. And they they kind of treat him like a piece of meat in some movies too. Yeah. It's like, what's yeah. the difference now? Because you're a woman, See, that's okay, or what? Because because that's it's yeah. like like my wife, like I'll I smack her like on the ass want, and she'll smack me on the ass. It's equal. <laughs> it's not like we're like one sided, you know. It's it's one of I those things. I feel like women feel like that they have been had that foots have been on their necks mm-hmm. as. Ruth Bader Ginsburg yeah. said for so long that now we want to act like the stereotypical image of a man does yeah. but you don't have to and do that you can be you really saw that a lot come out in in rap music when when girls started getting like more popular in hip hop and mm. stuff they would do like more raunchier stuff to like try and like get noticed and stuff like that like talking <laughs> about Madonna, dude, Madonna, like you yeah. don't need rap. Like, yeah, but like, oh, it, that it was, was her whole thing. Yeah, it was but then, one like, of those people things. Like, they, they do that kissing and... on the Video Music Awards and shit. Like, you know, yeah, like, well, and but see, and I guess that's where I get. Well, I'm talking little... about like, like when I when I saw, saying like the rap stuff, I'm talking about like um how they had uh uh like the, like, the white they had like the like... white T-shirt uh song, the white T song and then like the girl version was like um something i don't remember and then there was like a gay version of it and like in my pink tea and i suck dick in my wow. pink tea and all that <laughs> oh shit my God. i was just like the fuck is going on guys like one you're not yeah. creative enough to come up with your own flow and two yeah. why because why Cause I guess you're just I, putting I your gender the, back more that's the that other time. reason why i don't like having these conversations in the superficial real life versus like we're not talking about the repercussions of the story right telling those stories because it's like how do you have a madman if you don't if you're not willing to see misogynistic imagery um, yeah you have you have to yeah because that's what that story is is built on yeah <laughs> and it's and, just so, like and with james and bond they, though i would say that he's not really like misogynistic in the way that people see misogynists today like today it's like <laughs> That's Weinstein. That's that's Harvey Weinstein. But that's not fucking yeah. James Bond. James Bond did not like force these things. He didn't, you know, yeah. it, it wasn't well, rape, basically. And just, that's what they're trying to say. He just had swag. Yeah. He had swag. Yeah. And women wanted. Yeah. And, so. and, and also, like, and, and it's so weird the things that people pick and choose from those. They always forget that there was the there was the hot Bond girl who could, yes. who, who did With tend to. Wrong. Who tended did have power at some point in the movie, mm-hmm. did something he couldn't do. But there was also a villainess. There was always, a, like in uh, Goldeneye, the chick who yeah. could kill you with her thighs. Like, that was fucking badass. And, and they like, always had so it cool. like the girl, like the, the villain girl was the villainess, sorry. Um, would be like coming on to him at first to like try and lure him back to the Trap room. Trap him. You he know, used a flaw, used, used in a misogynistic yeah. flaw to screw him over. And like, they were using sex to like try and get him into a weaker state so that they could like either kill him or take something from him, get some intel, all that stuff. It's just he was man en- well, I shouldn't say man enough. He was human enough to realize it and and take and, advantage himself too. You know. Yeah, you- and. It- 
and to piggyback I mean, off of what you were saying earlier, like, so yeah, we make the change. We make 007 a female for the next movie or whatever. Fine. Yeah. Did you're you not going to have, yet, you're not going to have the reverse misogyny. You're not going to have the bond guy. Like mm. every MCU, we have the shirtless shot. Cause the, even Paul Red, the most likable dude in the world had to get fucking like ripped for Ant-Man. Like who cares? At the end of the day, or like even the best, oh yeah, we can't objectify women, but literally one of the best jokes in Endgame is that's America's ass. Like, are you kidding me? Like, how, the second how we start having this? those superficial talks, we can't have fun jokes or fun things for the time or like make us think about the social How about this? We're know. not, you know, objectifying women. And one of the actresses, Brie Larson, <laughs> comes out and says, you know, she doesn't want to use sexuality for this and that and all this. She had a butt double for Captain Marvel. So when they did the butt shots, it would make it look fuller. That could be a studio thing, though. But still, if mm. the studio's trying to push this agenda of not sexualizing women, too, maybe they should I rethink mean, I, what they're I doing. I think, I think. And why, why can't we sexualize each other? What's wrong with me being attracted to a woman or a woman being uh, well, attracted to me? Well, but the whole point is, is I want to go see hot people. Like, I'm not going to go to the gym and look like Crims Hemsworth. Like, come on. Everybody wants to see attractive people. Yeah. On, I mean, we we have we have a desire to see people that we know we can never get, right. but we have the the fantasy. That's yeah. how we're made mm-hmm. up. Dude, if my so wife could I, bang uh, Ryan Reynolds right now, I would let her and watch. Because dude, I'd let him bang me. Are you kidding me? Ryan Reynolds, him and Blade Trinity, one of the terrible Blade movies. That dude being chained to the floor, being looked like he got cut out of marble. I was like, bro, I had that poster on my wall making me feel bad about myself for like years, dude. For real, real talk. I don't. I we get into this this tricky thing, especially in America. We we have just Mm -hmm. horrible body image Mm -hmm. and, and. and Instagram is not helping. <laughs> so, Woo. like, I, like I always enjoyed the Bond girl. Mm-hmm. Like, and then like when uh when Halle Berry was the Bond girl yes, and she please. comes out of the water, oh. that was like one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. And I'm like, like I'm I'm not gay, but like I really enjoyed seeing that. She's I, making like, me feel some type of way. Yeah. <laughs> so, like that that was that was cool. Like. We're sexual creatures. Oh. I mean, you can definitely go way too far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that. When it's the point. Live, like, that was live, the point. We Best. live in a time where everything is over scrutinized. Yeah. And, and it's because people feel like we've got to have these crazy rules in place yeah. so that nothing ever happens again. That's not realistic. Shit is always going to happen. Yeah. It's just. We have to make make sure that when things happen, we hold people accountable and not let them get off. But it doesn't mean that we can't have fun and joke about stuff at the same time. And we should, I, and I think a lot of it's, I think people need to be <clears throat> self-aware, first of all, and educated in the opinions that they're going to make. If you're going to make an opinion or make an argument, understand why you're saying it and where you're coming from. If you don't know your mm-hmm. own perspective or why it bothers you, then the person on the other side, you can't ever assume that they'll ever get to your perspective or empathize with you if you can't even you know express your opinion in a, in a validated way or like in a constructive way well, like if i don't understand of, what your perspective is i can't get i can't put myself in that position a lot of it comes from people like trying to get their their 
perspective out, but they always want to turn it into an argument, especially yeah. when social media is involved. It always becomes an argument, gets way too emotional because you feel a specific way and you don't want to take somebody else's opinion, you know, into, uh, yeah. oh, bleh, whatever. You, you know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't want to like listen to other people's opinions because you already have your set opinion aside for yourself and this is how you feel and you don't want you don't care about anything else. That's why I love doing like the podcast cuz me and John don't always see eye to eye on everything, barely anything. <laughs> but it makes it more interesting <laughs> though. Yeah, it's like it's things good. I would never think about. Like I would never think about certain things had you not like, like a great example was, is we get, I, I'm really pissed off at a lot of retconning that's happened in mm. MCU for some of the like social justice pandering stuff that's happening. Like really pushing Captain Marvel and really kind of fucked with some MCU stuff. Like changing the history of the MCU yeah. that's already been established. So that bothers me. But then Michael brings up the point that it's been happening in like slasher films and stuff for a really long time. And it's like, I don't have the perspective for that because gore and stuff. I'm a gigantic wuss bag and I don't watch a lot of that stuff. And I should, because a lot of it's really well done. Because, like, I've seen the Scream movies and stuff, and, like, I watched the new It and things like that. And I like those. And I saw Get Out. And mm -hmm. uh, when they pulled the scissors out in, in the trailer for us, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm probably not going to see this. And it had nothing to do with, like, it's I don't want. Extremely bloody. See, and it's I'm like, nope. I'm out. <laughs> see, Wait, and, and what one? Uh, uh, us. 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 Oh, uh, yeah, extremely bloody. or like purge like i want to see purge i love the i love the social concept of it but i'm like i can't get through some of that stuff dude it's too gruesome i love me. the pur the first purge movie is really good and then they start getting off rails like they do with everything yeah. kind of like saw <laughs> yeah. did you know the yeah. first saw was yeah. good and then they went yeah. off off kilter but i still love the saw franchise but that's just me <laughs> Yeah, that's Zemo, that's a franchise that I guarantee you, if they went diverse with it, people would be like, "Well, why they got killed a black guy like that? You know, <laughs> like why did he get his head cut off and hung upside down?" Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like you guys were saying, you definitely have to be aware of people's um, how how different cultures think when you're writing something mm -hmm. or when you're making something. I think that's really the pro the problem. Sometimes there's no diversity in the writers' room mm -hmm. because then you like if you had diversity in writers' rooms, you wouldn't have all these other issues yeah. elsewhere. Because mm -hmm. and then like a lot of times writers will write things that make sense, and the studios are like, "No, we need to change this to yeah. make it fit this." Mm -hmm. But like it all starts with the the writing and the storytelling, and if you brought the the comic writers into a lot of this then you would have more diversity because like there's characters of almost every ethnic yeah. race in comics. Yeah. Like there's plenty of it. Just pick a good character. There's, it's not hard. There's so many to choose from too of every ethnicity. And, and I went on, on one of our past podcasts um, with John about like, it's funny too, because a lot of people just look at, at these heroes as just like generic heroes or like um like blade people look at blade and they're like well with all the mermaid shit and john said this and i went off on him as, but he was saying it as like a joke he's like well what if they hyperbolic what if they make yeah. blade white now and i went off on him because i was like no no, no no don't just say white i well, said michael Sarah. yeah he said michael Sarah. <laughs> but um i i went off on him and i was like don't fucking say that i was like because the whole thing with blade is like 
he's a black man that gets to go around and kill pale white dudes as like his whole story arc and that was like a, a social commentary back in that because you couldn't just do a black guy killing white guys in the comic yeah. at that time you know even if they were bad people the people would take it as a, a different way but so you make them pale vampires mm-hmm. um but shit where was i going with this <laughs> oh, I just talked to you about it the other day. Uh, oh, so like um, this podcast was going on about some bullshit about Stan Lee. Um, they were reviewing the Black Panther movie and they were saying, well, why the fuck is Stan Lee even in this movie? And I'm like, Stan Lee created Black Panther. You guys should like. Because he's freaking Stan Lee. Yeah. Why would he win in all of them? One, he's Stan Lee. He created like Marvel. And two, he created the Black Panther, which created more diversity in the Marvel Universe, period. Because that's when they started developing more black characters and shit. Yeah. So it's like, I without mean, that, you don't get Blade. You don't get, you know, uh, Luke Cage yeah. and, and... X-Men! X-Men! X-Men, X-Men was, was around X-Men. before Black Panther, I think. But I'm just saying... With but he created like, X-Men oh, too to deal Lee with them. all that. Like, one of the biggest social commentaries ever, dude. Yeah. Like, come and on. This, this goes back to the point you made. People are more concerned about arguing a point mm-hmm. than actually than looking, understanding the history behind something. Because yeah. anybody who knows anything knows that Stanley created it. It's right. like that's just that's just one oh one. Like, yeah. yeah. So it's stupid. Like, people are, are more concerned about about arguing mm-hmm. than than really being accurate or correct about something it's like take two seconds to like google it real quick bro like just look at wikipedia if you want wikipedia is not always right but you could still even that tells you like a decent amount of proper information like maybe donate a few bucks to them too Because uh, I liked it is not an argument. Right. Like that's what I always have to tell people. It's like I, I, that's fine. You can like something. You liked it. Why did you like it? Exactly. One of my, one of my favorite arguments. Uh, uh, John got into a big <laughs> a fight. A friend of mine. He, he loved. Um, crap. Can't think of the movie. Uh, Watchmen. Okay. I love that and movie. I'm like, I'm like, okay. Why did you like it? Because it's not really a good movie. I loved it. I was like, I can understand why why you liked it because he he read the comic books and he was like, it, it stuck very closely to the comic books, and I was like, okay, that's why you liked it. But for anybody who knew nothing about Watchmen, that is a clusterfuck because it's really hard to follow what's going on there. And it's awkward. Like, it's so awkward. Like I'm the like, sex I scene, the for, sex scene in the ship. Why are they playing Hallelujah? So many times to understand. They did. And then I had to go back and find a comic book to like even get any real context. I was like, so it's not a successful movie if I can't understand it. They did change the ending a lot, though. Like the main, like big bad type shit in in the movie mm-hmm. from the actual graphic novel. They changed a lot from that. Um, I think on a technical yeah. level, it's fun to watch. It looks really good. I mean, this is like solid like Zack snyder imagery like slow-mos like that opening fight scene is so cool but it's just like after that other than the superficial like oh this was pretty oh that was pretty the costumes are kind of neat and then it's just like wow there's a lot of awkward going on i think I don't it care was about like half of these characters like a lot of people like, like the fact that it it won it it was like something that we didn't have yet like 
and this is something I hate that people say, but this is how they always look at it. Is like we didn't have a radar comic book movie before then. Fuck you. We had Blade One, Two, and Three. We didn't have a radar comic book before <laughs> Kick Ass. Fuck you. We had Watchmen, Blade One, Two, and Three. Didn't have radar movie comic book movie before Deadpool. <laughs> Fuck you. We had all of this shit before. <laughs> And they, and they do the same thing with like, oh, this is the like Wonder Woman. This is the first female comic book hero movie that we've had. No, it's not. It, it might be one of the better ones we've had, but it's not the first. Fucking Tank Girl was out in ninety some year in ninety something ninety three. I like Tank Girl. I love Tank Girl. I know. I know, it was, I know it's not that great of a movie, Fuck. but I really. It was a no, good I, movie. <laughs> people, people I, trying to people trying to I, tell I, me Killmonger's I, better I, than I, Thanos. Get out of here. Get out of here. I love me some Michael B. Jordan, but 100%. You didn't like Killmonger. Everybody liked Michael B. Jordan playing Killmonger because he looked cool and he did it. He's barely in that movie. He's in that movie for like 10 minutes. Black people really did like Killmonger. Well, there's there's no purple people here to like Thanos, so. I was like, I was like, he wasn't, he was bad I find that <laughs> racist just, towards purple people then. Man, I just <laughs> No, I, I think a lot of it pissed me off. I loved I loved Black Panther when I saw it in the theater because it hyped me up so hard and it was literally like, Yeah, like I'm in it. I'm like, woo, and I loved him in Civil War, so I'm like, I want this fucking movie. I want it so bad. Yes, let's go. Michael B. Jordan's my dude, because I saw Creed. So and I was like, I love the first Creed movie, and I'm like Ryan Coogler like mixed that that yep. hip that hip hop into his soundtrack like mm-hmm. really, really well. Um I'm like, oh, dude, I am so down for a Black Panther movie right now. And then I watched it. I'm like, I'm hyped. And then I watched it with another person. They fell asleep. <laughs> Showed it with another person. They fell asleep. I'm like, I mean, this movie's good, right? And I'm like, it's like two hours long. I'm like, wow, I didn't know it was this long. And then I sat through and I go, oh, yeah, this thing's very good. Honestly, I'm I like, like the movie not- up until Killmonger brings um, Claw to Wakanda. After oh, that, why it they have like to kill gets... both the cool characters. Why do they have to keep killing off the yeah. villains? Like they're good villains. Stop killing them. That's Ugh. that's Marvel's <laughs> thing. They can't have too many villains, like because they don't want to keep that the but villain they actors. Four hundred superheroes. Yeah, to fight one <laughs> villain. <laughs> to fight one dude. Makes no sense. Ugh, it's no so sense brutal. It's so and can I, I say I I am pissed that like because this is actually somebody. After thinking about it, I wanted in the Endgame movie, and they didn't put her in there, was Ghost from Ant-Man Wasp, um, mm-hmm. the chick that, like, basically was kicking their oh, ass yeah, the whole time. Yeah. yeah, like, why wasn't she in Endgame? She could have been at the end fight scene, or she could have been, like, the main reason Tony Stark started messing with quantum shit instead of, like, Ant-Man coming out because of a rat. <laughs> you know? Like... The only the world is saved because of a rat. I don't want any more characters. I wish Captain Marvel didn't exist. I just wanted my I wanted my original team with all the new people. That's all. That's all I wanted. Maybe I maybe wanted Ghost could this. grab Captain Marvel, take Ugh. her to the quantum realm, and leave her there, and then boom. And leave her there. <laughs> and then they could bring Rambo I, in in uh, uh Rambo Rambo. The only way I think the only way Marvel can save this Captain Marvel nonsense is if they make her the next villain. I think that would be super dope. She's already a god. She's pretty OP. Yeah. Make her the villain. I dude. mean, she kind of is the villain of the MCU. That's what I'm saying. It would be it would work pretty I naturally. Be a Marvel movie with just villains. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, I would. I'd be all about Doctor that. Doom. I mean, get Doctor Doom to assemble a group of villains and shit. 
Well, I mean, it worked for DC, like and what, do what it from called? like the villain's the POV. You instead ah. of how we do the movie, always from the the hero, do it all with yep. the villain, and then you only show the hero when they're doing like their main fight. Or yep. maybe don't even let them know that they are a villain. That would be the best part. Like, imagine if we followed Thanos and he was. Like, it got painted that these guys were the villains the entire time and we're following. Oh, God. It would be a better Suicide Squad. (laughs) Oh, it really would. Oh, my God. That was horrible. I wouldn't (laughs) mind doing it. I I would love to see them do a Guardians of the Galaxy with the original, like, Guardians from the comics. Because they showed them in Guardians, too. I would like to see that. Get to see Sly do some shit. That'd be cool. So yeah. I guess at this point we've kind of hit a lot of the things we wanted to hit. I was kind of curious, Melissa, oh. did you have anything like on a list that you wanted to get to or like anything uh, specific you were thinking <clears throat> of or anything? No, everything that I had in my brain, uh, we kind of talked about. So. Sweet. Good, 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 good. I got one Michael? thing to add um, okay. because we did talk about the force diversity shit. Mm-hmm. So the blackish creator, Kenya Barris. Mm-hmm. You know blackish, John? Okay. Yeah, TV show. Okay, TV. yeah, yeah. Um, he had come out of our. Is it he or she? It's a he. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why does it say she there? I've watched the show. I don't know how who creates it. I don't care. I just as long <laughs> as it's good content, shit. Um, they came out actually against forced diversity. Um, he said it's it's been beneficial, um, and it can make the the same actors victims of it as well. Mm-hmm. Kind of like yeah. what I was saying, you know, before. He says, um, here, I'll read it. If you put something in place where a person is put in this situation and they're put into that situation under the guise that this is the diversity hire, that person 95% of the time will not be given the respect in order to make a career to open the doors for other people behind them of said cultures. So I mean, affirmative action. I mean, we've had that talk for yeah. a long time. And I mean, actually, his I show, mean, even though the, 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 his show is called Blackish, it's a very diverse cast on that show, too. Yeah, it is. It's not like a Tyler I mean, Perry show where it's all black. Honestly, yeah, fresh Tyler up, Perry fresh shows. Tyler Perry shows fresh are the only the shows I can actually watch of his. I can't watch his movies for some reason. I don't like his shows. No, I, he was very successful in his plays. Um, mm. some of his movies, yeah, but I, I don't like the Medea movies at all. Medea yeah, that's stayed. the ones I I just like. My wife for some reason thought I watched those because I like, I watched wow. all that shit back in the day. Just goofy never stuff, seen yeah. like the Medea stuff. I'm like, dude, I'm not a Tyler Perry fan. I was a Wayne's Brothers fan. Come on, give me the break. <laughs> like, you show me Marlon anything, I'm gonna watch it. I don't care what it is. Same. <laughs> I I have two different perspectives. I mean, it's the same thing, yeah. but I I feel like forced diversity in anything is good up until a point because unless you force something Mm. nothing is ever going to change right but there has to be a segue Mm. into phasing that out because otherwise you do have this this thing where people aren't respected they're not getting the same pay um or they're just typecast as a certain thing Mm. And no actor ever wants to be typecast. And but that's why like uh John Singleton was just so beloved because he was all about, you know, let's create really good stories and not try to bite off of something else. Yeah. That are just really great stories that just have black people in them. Yep. 
and it worked because they were great stories. And I would say, or you can adapt, yeah. or you can adapt. Like I would always say, it's like go back to Hans Christian stuff. Maybe there is a different way to, to tell yeah. Frozen, or there's a different way to tell these stories well, with different characters. It's and... also I wouldn't want to do that because there are great, there are a lot of great African stories yeah. and folk tales and things like that that you could you can just play with that forever yeah. and. and um, I would say I, though too, like where you were saying, you know, um, being forced and stuff, or or not forced, good or bad for it. It's like you know, back in the day, Denzel Washington, his roles they could have been cast as a white guy too. It's like they didn't purposely make it a black role. They or every Will Smith role, like his shit could have been a white dude, a Mexican dude, anything. Like those are roles that could be played by anybody, but they got cast because they were better at that role not because of the color of their skin necessarily at that time but now it's like we're gonna cast you in this role because of this even though the character was written as something completely different especially when we're talking about ips that have already been created and they're just going back and redoing them or rehashing them well and, and i think i think also i think people like are so un, unaware of a lot of stuff like just think the just take the basic fundamental saying forced diversity yeah. diversity is not bad you put the word forced in front of just about <laughs> anything it makes it pretty dark if yeah. i were gonna say hey my girlfriend and i and i had sex last night awesome if i said hey i forced sex on my girlfriend last night i think i may have recontextualized the conversation and now granted again <laughs> again that is hyperbolic but the idea that we are not taking uh taking the actual statements for what they actually fundamentally mm. are saying, I think, I, mean, I think that's a big miss. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that, that's true. The, the way you word something does completely matter. Context. I love, words, <laughs> yeah. I love words and I like being accurate. But again, sometimes you do have to force something. Yeah. No, that was totally before, being hyperbolic, but I think it's before, important. Before. You're talking like forcing it into the culture of media. Like we need more of this. Well, because here. you can also get a resentment, and that yeah. and that is definitely I mean, detrimental to to the move forward. You're definitely going to get the resentment, but yeah. like if if you never if you never force things that are just wrong mm -hmm. and other and just minorities in general have been completely overlooked, not for the longest time yeah. in any form. So you had to force that. You had to break something in mm -hmm. order to get people in. Mm -hmm. But okay, people are in now. So we need to start looking at a, a different way for people of color or people with uh disabilities we didn't even talk about anybody right. with disabilities yep. um and just all those things talk about a way of having their voices heard mm -hmm. that's not that does not create resentment because that yeah that's yeah. why it, you know a lot of things are going on in america right now because people were pushed aside and overlooked yeah. so now they're re it's it's very it's come to that so, point where people are like we want equality but we don't want equality we just want our stuff equal 
and in doing so, you're not really yeah. creating equality. I, you're just segregating people was, into other groups. Then I was also yeah. I was I was also saying like the other day I'm like, and this is such a liberal like whiny thing to say. I was always like, yeah, it doesn't feel like anybody really wants it equal. I think it feels like everybody wants everybody to take their turn getting shit on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was like, uh, that's okay. not even really we, liberal, dude. That's like more libertarian. Like, ah, you know what I mean? It's just like, I just feel like everybody doesn't want compromise right now. Everybody kind of wants more like, no, 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 no. You, you shut up. You shut up. Yeah. We're getting our, we're getting our time now. You just shut up. Yeah. It, it we don't, we to, don't care about the context. We just want it now. And, and I, it's kind of like, well, okay, I sure. And I, I mean, it's with, understandable, um, but at the same with, time, it's just with, uh, uh, the 007 thing, how they're, uh, like phasing, um, What's his actual name? Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig out, mm -hmm. and like he's giving the mantle of 007 over to the lady Lashanya. She was the some... friend in Captain Marvel. Name, but she was yeah. in Captain Marvel. Yeah, she yeah. played Rambo in Captain Marvel. Um, Rambo. Uh, so mm -hmm. they're giving it to her, and then like the director that's going to be running that has already come out and said that we're going to get away from the misogyny. We're going to fill us with feminism and stuff like that. So I'm like. So to combat one evil, you're going to force like this other thing that as yeah. far as I've seen in movies, especially in the entertainment industry, like we say feminism is create was created for equality, but it's not really the, how it's portrayed in media anymore. You don't no. get equality out of it. You get womanism is good and men are bad kind of thing. Yeah. And that's how I mean, so like. Me and my brother were having this discussion, and this is about sexism, it's about racism, it's about every ism. Mm -hmm. Is when you have anything that's on the far right or left for so long, mm -hmm. and people get pissed about it, they're not like, let's find a middle ground, mm -hmm. let's find a, a compromise, let's let's find equality, let's swing all the way to the other side, mm -hmm. and let's let me be in charge. Yeah. Let me subjugate you instead of. Let me prove how you were wrong. It's like right. no, 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 no. being equal. Let's let's. So that and unfortunately, that that's kind of how we humans work. Yeah, yeah. they can. Ne there's you never like a me, one way or so not. I'm gonna screw you. Yeah. <laughs> But see, that's why I like I like what we're doing here. This is cool because th there ain't nobody, there ain't no right answer. There really at this point there isn't because art art's gonna be subjective for really. I mean that's just how it is, and we're gonna always critique things because it's the nature of mm. the way. Like, and if you're not gonna have a critical discussion about something, why bother making art? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think the whole point is it's to stimulate you, regardless yeah. of emotionally, mentally, even sometimes it gives you makes you feel in a physical way, and um. I don't know. I just think it's I think it's important for people to have actual conversations about stuff, not just a you're wrong, you're right. More of a I would like to know why you think the way you think because I didn't grow up the way you did, so I will never have your perspective unless you can give it to me. You right. know what I mean? And I think people are scared to do that. They want they want to change your mind, not give you more information to maybe make your own opinion yeah more, more educated and i feel that's a bad thing too with <clears throat> with the entertainment industry doing what they do they're kind of like forming not just how the entertainment industry is going to be but based on like how everyone acts in society now like as you yeah. see like the media basically curves of how we all 
react as normal people together as how we look at politics how everything like that i mean it's it gets crazy and it ends up destroying a lot of stuff too without necessarily fixing anything yes sometimes you have to you know burn the kingdom down before you can rebuild it but at the same time like i feel that these people that are in the power especially like bigger companies like disney universal and shit that have the power to convey all this other stuff they should do it in a way that's not one-sided or you know too left too right too north too south whatever you know (laughs) whatever the fuck they want to do like it shouldn't be one-sided but they all have this big agenda because you know the media is mostly liberal like that's money that's how they are but then they're very capitalist too they're they're liberal capitalists and it's like so they have all these things going all over the place. Mm-hmm. So, but. I mean, they're they're gonna do. They're gonna follow the trend that they think is gonna make them the most money mm-hmm. at that particular time, even if they, even if the ideals that they talk about are very uh, pure in some way. Mm. They're just always gonna follow yeah. the money. Yeah. They, they make you think they're doing the right thing when, honestly, they just care about the green. They don't care about any yeah. of the other colors. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's what it comes down to. Like, so we should just all be green people, and then we'll all be treated right. No, because everybody's going to be different shades of green from being out in the sun too long or something. Right. You know? <laughs> that's how it comes down to. Like, I, I said that. I, I posted a thing on Facebook one day. I was like, you know what? When I make movies, no matter if it's a sci-fi movie, a rom-com, whatever, it's going to take place on alien planet. They're all going to be green. And then somebody yeah. commented, they're like, yeah, but they're going to be different shades of green. So they're going to fight. It's like, ah. well, that's how I'll put in that social thing. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, uh, I, f- I feel like, what are we at? We are wow. like two forty. Woof. Um, so I would say, uh, maybe just so we don't beat a dead horse. Cause I think we've kind of just, I think we're all kind of on the same page. I think it's kind of nice. And again, I love, I love the fact that Melissa's a writer. It makes me feel so validated. It, it makes me feel <laughs> like happy for the future, right? Of writing. Oh my god! Just, oh my just god. get out there. <laughs> oh my lord! Yeah, I'm, I'm working on it, man. I, I got some, some scripts I'm trying to mm. either sell or make. Um, Do you have a yeah. script, uh, like shopper, manager? I do not. Yeah. I'm looking for a manager now. Uh oh, I think Michael's throwing his hat in. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say uh, now's a great time. I would say uh, maybe reintroduce yourself, maybe plug yourself. I think that's a great idea right now, especially because I I don't know about you, but I I'm feeling what you're putting out right now, so I'm very interested. Oh, to, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So what you got? I'm. Um, I uh. Yeah, I I'm just excited to really make some really great movies that are diverse (laughs) (laughs) do you have uh are there any examples of your writing out like maybe stuff that hasn't been picked up yet anything like that um i you can follow me on facebook meanderings of a crazed mind and we'll drop that in the uh the description for you too yeah i put my my writing up on there sometimes oh yeah i'm excited yeah Uh, I, I appreciate you guys. This was a lot of fun. This it was, was more fun. fun than I thought it was going to. <laughs> hey, 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 and just so you know, next time, like, because usually we take bathroom breaks. 
but there was like so many of us and we were all just randomly talking. If you ever got to go to the bathroom you're on next time, just let us know and we'll just go. Because I usually Run, just cut, cut it out anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so like for real, I could talk for hours and then I'll get off and I'm like, oh, dang, yeah. I need to go to the bathroom. Oh my God, I haven't eaten all day. So yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, our, our end game cast was like four hours. Yeah. Yeah, we went and talked. It was, uh, and then I ended up cutting it down to three hours and then uh, another um, half hour, like, interview one at the beginning of that. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I think I I feel like, I feel like this was an educated discussion for the most part. I think this proved (laughs) that uh, people can talk and we don't have to devolve into Facebook comment type nonsense. You um, hate the Little Mermaid, John. What's wrong with you? I know. You? I hate it so much. Dude, that girl uh, that know, they cast though is very pretty for that role. Well, I don't care. But you know what? It's just. But you know what's gonna happen? This is what I was gonna say. Everybody's like, "Well, she's a good singer." I'm like, "Cool. I'm not gonna go see the movie, kay. and I'm gonna listen the shit out of the soundtrack." I want to. I want to like, light the fire just a little bit on that. So they cast this girl as a singer because she's got a pretty voice, and she's black, and everyone's like making a big deal because she's black and stuff. Does anyone realize that she doesn't talk most of the movie? So they just basically cast a black girl to silence her. Bad Disney. <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> Damn. So you know what? That's See, something my cousin would have said. That's how you read I'm into sure it. My, my, I'm sure my cousin will bring that up. Um, <laughs> Damn. I don't Ooh. know if you guys have ever seen Coraline or not. Yeah. Yep. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. So creepy, but I love it. And she was like, you know that movie is racist, right? And I'm like, what are you talking about? She was like, if you watch the opening where they're making the doll, the doll is originally black and they cut it up and they turn it inside out mm-hmm. and make it white. They do. Like, why did you ruin that for me? <laughs> they did that with Darth Vader too. Yeah, you yeah. gave him a black voice and you take his mask off. He's old feeble white dude. What the fuck? Blackest guy in the I universe. I love that Kevin Smith made that like a big thing too in uh, Mallrats, <laughs> or no, no, not Mallrats. Uh, uh, Ch- no, Chasing Amy. Amy, yeah. What a yeah. best scene! The gentrification of yeah. Star Wars. Scene. I love that. I love that scene. <laughs> Black rage. God, I almost pissed myself when right. you yelled that. So I'm done, <laughs> and again, I will apologize at the end of the podcast. <laughs> This was awesome. I That's a big it. thing uh, I've been doing lately. So, <laughs> uh, Melissa, I hope this isn't the last time we hear from you. This is great. I'm very excited to hear your work. Thank That's- you for joining us. This was amazing. I yeah. enjoyed this very Thank much. You. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for having me. Anytime you want me. If I am not working on set, I'll be there. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, all right. All right. well here's my sign off. Uh, Melissa, have a good one. Mike, take care. And, uh, you know, later, nerds. Later. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks for tuning in to another great episode of Operation Babble. You can catch this episode and more at soundcloud.com slash Operation Babble or iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play at Operation Babble or YouTube at Mike Shrews, M-Y-K-E-S-H-R-E-W-S. Have a great day, guys. Peace.